the players encountered some giant spiders and proceeded to give them a tremendously hard time, much more so than the DM anticipated. It was quite fun. Well, uh, minutes, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> After getting wrapped up several times in cobwebs and actual webbing, you defeated the giant spiders and moved on to encounter more twig blights as well as some ash zombies or uh, running into the Green Dragon fan club where they proceeded to scowl at you in front of their base and the lucky or unlucky cat was triggered by their appearance and did some acrobatics trying to get behind them as the leader was called forward to parlay with you. The mischievous and magical dwarf tried to do a magic <laughs> with a bag of something. Was it ears? Was it teeth? Was it poo? We'll never know. Um. But they were not having it. And after a successful parlay, they agreed to a deal where they would work with you and you would work with them on protecting them as they brought their boon to the dragon that they could further study and entreat with the dragon. One of those items, I believe, was the diamond? Yes, indeed. And then after making your deal, you agreed to continue to adventure to the north to clear out any more dangers, and they agreed with you to meet in the morning for proceeding to the lair of the dragon. The lair. Oh, you said anything about this. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? What's going on? You uh, headed north and cleared out further dangers, including some more ash zombies, and successfully cleared out the garrison to the north. Searched it top to bottom for loot and found a ladder to a roof. About it. And the ladder went up. And that all took us like two and a half hours. Well, we, uh, <laughs> we were just one. <laughs> two and a half hours later. <laughs> took a long breath, you're fully healed, and you're ready to proceed on the adventure. You wake up undisturbed. No one attacks you in the night. Well, what do you guys want to do? Shall we go meet up with them? Or shall we uh, try and sneak up behind them and just kill them outright? Oh, wow. My <laughs> things have changed since uh, <laughs> since yesterday, I see. I thought we were going to follow through. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, you know. We do have one more um, hut to look at before we can meet up with them. Right there on the east. That one. Hmm. Yeah, east or west of the statue. Yeah, that'd be west. Yeah, sorry. Uh, hey, what do I? Hang on a sec. Hold on, let me roll to make yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> 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 oh, man. 
And I'm fine. Then you I don't know, Kenny. Let's roll. Let's see if we can see it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, Nat Twenty. He can see it. <laughs> I can. I can see clearly now. But it doesn't say if he can read it. <laughs> well, I guess we can go look at that building real quick and then go meet up with yeah. the somewhat maybe trustworthy individual. The Green Dragon Fan Club, as it were. I thought it was a blue. Oh. Yeah, well. That's... I mean, we haven't actually met, so we don't know. It's all hearsay. I'm pretty sure we were told it was a green dragon at some point. Could be black. Either by either by this fan club or by um, the druid. Yes, Beardoff. Beardoff. What's his name? Gilgamesh. He proceeded to flee, I mean, retreat with great speed. Uh, let you guys know that it was a dragon. Start telling. Okay. You guys so, going to head west yep. or go straight back to the camp? Let's go west to that building. Then uh, after we clear that out, got to make sure we got all the XP we can before we... Exactly. <laughs> We're gonna do our morning exercise. You make your way over to the west, passing the wooden statue uh, of the town, and the building looks as decrepit and nondescript as the rest of the, the rubble around you. You can kind of sort of see inside uh, from the opening area here, and like all the others, you can see twigs underbrush and some trees growing through what was once uh, a building, a shop of some kind. Trees, you say? Trees? So we just burn it. <laughs> what do you guys think? I heard last night the bard talking in his sleep. He was upset that he doesn't get to go into buildings first. And I simply remember that as well, because I was on watch that time. I, All right, I do not remember any such... Uh, well, you were asleep. Now, of course you wouldn't remember. Oh, dreams do come true. <laughs> I, will, I will firebolt the tree. You're going to go inside and firebolt the tree? Yes. Like immediately. Just walk in and firebolt immediately. All right. So are you running, walking? Or? Oh, no. I'm just a yeah, casual bod, Flint. drunken okay. stroll into the building. As you make your way to the threshold of the building entrance, you notice that the whole ground area is kind of covered in thickets. As you attempt to walk building. Please make a dexterity check. <laughs> okay, you failed your dexterity. 
put um, on fire. Oh, it it seems to be um, very sharp and protruding from all kinds of directions. Which he noticed only after he walked into the room, not approaching him. Well, I told him as he approached the threshold. Then he okay. Um, and he takes five points of damage as he enters. Dang! From, from piercing damage from the thorn. <laughs> I mean, I knew the bard was weak, but getting five points I, of damage. I say next time, um, I need some better shoes, apparently. <laughs> Want to uh, still firebolt the tree? Oh, I'm going firebolt to firebolt the with extreme prejudice now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> Is that a um, ranged attack, I guess? I mean, five points, that's like diving in and rolling around. Yeah, you would have thought I would have jumped into it naked or something. <laughs> or, you know, stepped on a landmine. Uh, 19. Okay, you hit the tree with a fireball. Excellent. Hopefully I destroy it. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Two points of damage. <laughs> Damn. So, as, as you shout in frustration at getting stabbed with the thorn, you let loose the fireball and it Bunks into the tree very accurately and kind of sizzles and chars a little bit of the tree. It doesn't move or react to get hit by the fireball. It looks like an actual tree. Does it catch fire? I mean, it's a tree, so it's kind of charring and smoking right at that area where the fireball is. So I'll take that as a no. It didn't. <laughs> <clears throat> and the uh, the underbrush that's not moving it's just uh, I don't want to say dangerous but uh, dangerous for Bard's object just lying on the floor it's dangerous yes for Bard <laughs> the room well um, <laughs> you're muted Bard <laughs> 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 Well timed you. <laughs> I um I will cautiously walk back out, avoiding any such um daggers. And uh just inform these two that it's perfectly safe in there and they should go take a look. No issues, huh? None at all. I believe the only thing in there is a tree. I shot it with a firebolt. Nothing happened. Uh, feel free to enter and look around at your will. All right. Rip, why don't you take a look in there? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I could see through the doorway. Yeah. yeah I see through the doorway, but you know what's going on in there. That's the, that's the real kicker. I, uh... <laughs> yeah. Apparently, I'm you not pop it up. <laughs> pretty perceptive today. I'm like, well, I'll take your guys' word for it. I think we should go meet with those uh, fanboys down there and uh, see what this dragon's all about. Okay. So you make your way back down uh, through the open trail. And uh, go ahead and make a perception. 
that guard as you leave the building. Oh, never mind. Hold on. I thought you said bud, not cut. Well, well, total. So you get the sinking suspicion as you leave the thorny area of that building, almost as if those thickets were moving ever so slightly. Uh, gentlemen, <clears throat> so let me be honest with you here. I kind of got a little stabbed walking into that building. And now it appears that the thickets may be moving. I can't really tell. Maybe I've had too much to drink this morning. I'm not uh, 100%. <clears throat> uh, it is possible that the tree is alive, or at least the stuff on the ground is. Interesting. Well, I'm always game to go play around in a thicket. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any of that really old alcohol that you found in the, the bar? Uh, I have two bags left currently. Might be time to uh, kill it with fire. Yeah, let's give it a shot. Uh, I'm going to throw, take one of the pouches off of my waist, and I make sure I open it up and look inside to make sure I have the right one. <laughs> This one will do. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to toss it through the door so it kind of splashes on the ground in, in inside the door. And then I'm going to try and light it. So are you going to toss it by like where the firebolt is, kind of slowly jarring the tree? I mean, I guess I, I'm not sure. What the thicket, if I were you. Um, hmm. Yeah. Or... I was just kind of like throwing it in because I thought the thicket was all across the floor. Is it all across oh, the floor? it is, and it's around the tree, and, um, I mean, this whole area is filled with trees and brush and stuff like that, so I'm just curious if you guys are fully committed to burning down the whole forest. Yeah, I'm, I'm committed. <laughs> all right. So if it's a green... I mean, it's inside of a rock building, right? Meeting. <laughs> all right, this, this night's going to end a lot sooner than I thought. Sure, okay, so you... Toss the bag in. Go ahead and make an attack roll. Uh, what's Four. that? Okay. 14 oh, plus unarmed strike? Yeah. We'll go so that'd that. be 6, that'd be 20. All right. So you toss the bag in, um, and it lands on the ground exactly where you aimed it and breaks open against the thickets and covers it with um, the old timey ale that you had in your bag. The satisfying, almost like a water balloon. All right, now I'm going to try and light it on fire. Okay, what are you going to try and light on fire with? I have a uh, in my equipment. Fire starter? Yeah. You have a bard with a fireball, is what you have. Oh, I mean, he, yeah, I mean, you could try if Did you want to use it. Can you remind me last session that it's a cantrip that he can cast over and over and over again? Over I'm, and over. <laughs> Uh, and and over. over. Yeah, go ahead. Hit it up, Bard. <laughs> so the Bard, having never done this before, is going to firebolt <laughs> the same area that the bag landed. Okay, go ahead and make a... Oh, man. 
Alright, uh, go ahead and make an attack roll, please. <laughs> a natural one. <laughs> so, so where do you think the fireball lands, Bard, for the one? Nope, but it hits the cat. <laughs> I mean, we're both behind you, so no. <laughs> well, it is a critical miss. <laughs> please, please roll uh, for damage. I'm sorry, cat. Pick one Two. for the team. Where was the where was the party formation when you did this? He was moving forward to the door so that he could shoot it. We were behind him. Okay, so he shot himself. The other boy. <laughs> and now your boot. I don't know. Is your boot flammable? Or no, it's not flammable. And, and you take two points of damage from the fireball shooting itself. So uh, maybe I'm going to just step aside and drink a little bit more ale. Before I think you need a bit more ale. <laughs> I, I'm going to go ahead and give a try with this Kinder box. See if I can't use that to light this on fire. Go do it old school. <laughs> All right, you can try and strike a fire. Go yes, sir. And, um, that survival that you have. Um, yeah, I have a plus four to survival. Uh, seven. <laughs> Any bonuses for that? That was with my bonuses. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. Wow. These are amazing adventures. <laughs> We're obviously um, not morning people. <laughs> we are not morning people. Uh, we may we might want to rename this podcast Prestigious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so carefully take out your yeah, you take out the tinder box and start striking the flint uh, against the tinder um, by the entrance of the area there. And after a minute or so, nothing is actually happening. I'm not really sure what's wrong, but what you do know is it's not lighting fire. Like, dang it, you did use the alcohol, right? I did. Let me try again. <laughs> Okay. That's seven plus what's left. <laughs> okay. With a, a sudden spark, the entire floor explodes in your face as it catches on fire. Please make a dexterity check. Um. Nineteen. 17 plus 2. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. The explosion erupts right in front of you as you fiercely backpedal um, and pirouette away from the resulting force of the fire blast. And now the entire inside of the building is on fire. That fire reminds me of this dwarven girl I knew. <laughs> One minute everything's fine, the, the next minute all hell's breaking loose. <laughs> uh, everyone make a perception check, please. That's more like it. 
Wow. <laughs> ten for me. Ten. Both rolled a twenty. Oh no, that's an eight. <laughs> you rolled a twenty. No, the twenty is down here. Yeah, when you moved it, I guess it's like twenty first. Okay. So um the bard can hear almost imperceptibly, it's almost like something's playing mind tricks with you. Uh what seems to be kind of like a very low, whispered, screeching noise. So I, I think that um, it's yelling. Whatever, whatever you've done to it, the the fire is, is definitely hurting it. I hear a low, a low screech, like something maybe in pain. Interesting. Well, hopefully it'll die soon, so it won't be in pain anymore <laughs> but that'll teach you for stabbing you right i mean yeah what can we do <clears throat> we got you back there <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate that thank you are you guys gonna leave the area now or are you gonna wait for the fire to die out just watching it burn right <laughs> i mean a few moments the um the giant that resulted in the fire in the room starts to die down as uh, the smoke wafts out of the window and the doorway area there um, and eventually uh, dies down completely. And all that's left inside is smoking, charred, ground, burnt plant matter. Hmm. And a very smoky, charred uh, tree. No treasure. What the crap? <laughs> I figured for sure with such defenses that would get past you, Bart, that uh, there has to be some special treasure hidden in there. <laughs> yes, but, you would have thought, but apparently we were misled. <sighs> I'm going to cast a healing word on myself. Okay. Well, should we head down? Go visit our new friends? I guess yeah. For that, right? 1d4 plus 4, so 8 points. 8, nice. That Ooh. should have mostly healed you. Yes. Totally healed you. Totally healed me. Yeah, Thank you with that hangover. 6, 7, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, so you make your way back down. Uh, your pride somewhat bruised, but thankfully uh, fully intact. And you notice as you approach the building, again, there are two guards out by the front. Say good morning. Did you guys uh, see that fire up there? Not sure who said it. Was that one of you guys? <laughs> the the two guards look at the dwarf and their faces turn almost like an ash color, like almost pale. In, in shock. One of them motions to the other and he runs uh, inside the building. A short while later, you can hear like a muffled shout and out comes uh, the leader of, of the clan uh, kind of hastily putting his, his boots on as he jumps out of the door. Says, what, what is the meaning of this? Uh, my, my guards tell me there was a fire. Did you put it out? 
this will not do. Yeah, I mean, we we put it out. We're not we're not sure who lit the fire, but you know, we we peed on it, made sure it was all the way out, and uh, there wasn't much left. There's the tree still there, but whatever else was in there is all burnt up. How how much of this forest got burned? Do you know? I, it didn't go beyond the building, as far as I know. Oh oh, so the fire was contained in one of the buildings. Yeah. He looks to the guards kind of furtively, and then he says, which building was it? Um, It was, uh, what did you say, uh, the east building? Or no, no, the west building. <laughs> um, the west building of the, the wooden statue. Yeah. The, to the tower. The, the west building by the hilltop. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, my. You seem quite uh, concerned of this um, this fire. Well, so this area to the north where the hilltop is, that is under the protection of the dragon. So yeah. anything that you that happens in that area would fall under the protection of of the dragon. And you're saying you don't know what happened or what started the fire? No, I mean, we were coming down here after we woke up and saw that the building was aflame. And I went to go check it out and took a leak, you know, once it was mostly out to make sure it was really out. And, uh, yeah, that's why I asked your men if they started it or if they knew who started it. So uh, the leader looks back at the other two guards and he nods. Well, what's done is done. Hopefully, this does not impact our visit. Are are you are you ready for our visit? Absolutely. Nervous. So, so okay, I will I will fetch uh, the rest of my clan and we will go together as agreed. Correct. Correct. Unless they have something to object. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, no, I'm quite quite ready to. I'm ready. My keen cut senses and receptiveness are ready to for a betrayal. All right. So um, after a few moments, you hear a couple of uh, boots and thudding sounds inside the building, and then the door opens. Now comes leader fully dressed with his cloak um and not one not two but three more of the clansmen come out of the building all dressed in similar fashion wearing black robes um and green cloaks uh each with a a, a long sword at their side uh the last one coming out of the building holds that um box, that chest that is the offering that the uh, clan can give dragon. I'm just curious, should we have not put the fire out? I'm a little bit lost here. You seem quite put out that there was a fire and even though we've said multiple times that we put it out, not knowing how to start it you still seem perplexed about it. I just find it odd. He looks up at the sky 
storm, there's no lightning, so I just find it odd that a fire started to begin with, which could mean many things. I'm very grateful that you were able to put out the fire, but again, like I said, it was uh, under the protection of the dragon. So I, I do hope that he understands uh, when you speak with him. Hmm. <laughs> he kind of laughs a little nervously. Is everyone ready? I'm ready. We were clearly more ready than you because you just got dressed. Come on, we're ready to go. <laughs> well, let's go to it then. He kind of points uh, the way uh, across the, the field here through this one building um, up to the trail to the entrance of the hilltop. As you make your way over, you notice that um, there's several birds that were kind of you heard you know animal noises bird chirping and, and those kinds of things and as you make your way towards the entrance of the hilltop uh they seem to fade away into the the distance please make a perception check as you approach the entrance oh my goodness look at that i am on a roll today i got four wow that's amazing uh 21 all right so the cat and the bard, you notice while you're not hearing any more bird sounds, you definitely see in the trees that there's plenty of birds. And they don't seem to be doing what they normally would do. They all seem to be focused on, on you us. and the clansmen. Hmm. How many clansmen were in total? Uh, Six, including the leader. So these are seeing eye birds. For a blind dragon? <laughs> I whisper over to Rip, it's like, I can't believe, you know, <laughs> Finn lit that fire. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Went into that building for a key, and the next thing we know, it's on fire. What's going on? So as you as you make your way towards the entrance, the um, the clansmen uh, kind of form up behind you guys into uh, a group of four, and the leader and what appears to be his right hand man is kind of right behind. Um, if they're leading the way, they're not. Why are they behind us? As they agreed, uh, in in the deal that they made with you, that uh, we were the parlay. Yes. Yes. What were the terms of the agreement? There were no terms. <laughs> okay. No, we parlayed on their behalf, and then they would give us something um, else in the, the the box or something, wasn't in, it? In the coffers, right? Yeah. Diamonds, three or four diamonds, large. Yeah, see very large diamonds. You guys kind of appraised that 100 gold pieces each. Yep. All right, so you start to make your way through the path. It's covered in thickets. As you 
make your way <laughs> up the path. It winds to the west and then again to the east. And the thicket seems to grow even mm, thicker. Yes, west and east. The, yes. It's you. I'm so happy with the perception today, but we need that still <laughs> with the sword, not with the perception. Sorry. All right. So, as you make your way up past the first curve of the bend, you notice the tickets are getting um, thicker, uh, more dense, and they seem to be now encroaching not just the outskirts. Of the dirt trail, they're now starting to fill the path. Um, each area that you go around the east side of the bend now um, requires you to carefully take your time as to not trip uh, or fall, slowing your, your speed down tremendously. As you approach the top of the hill, you can now fully see. Um, the, the tower itself. And at the top stands a round tower, the cottage pet. Both appear to be in very good condition, although half of the tower's roof is missing. The door leads into the cottage. And several arrow slit windows are visible in the tower. You can't help but notice an eerie quiet in area and a strange acrid smell in the air. So as you make your way towards the door, um, the leader of the clansmen puts his hand on who's leading the dwarf. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so you guys are doing like a triangle formation? Yeah. Alright. So he puts his hand on the dwarf and he, he kind of like clears his throat. This from here on in, this is the true strength of this lair. You need to be very careful. I'm sure as you notice, the thickets are growing all around us. We need to be extraordinarily careful as we make our way to the door. Mm -hmm. So, as you see before you, there's a strange coincidence before you. Everyone make a perception check? Please. That's more like it. Seven. 22. Okay. So the... Um, so 12 from the cat? Yep. Okay. So the cat and the bard notice immediately that these thickets in front of you are covered with sharp thorns. <clears throat> and they kind of like present the path to the cottage. In addition, these thorns very familiar to you, almost uh, the same as the thorns that you saw in one building that you torched. I would. Um, that was torched and we put out. Thank you very much. Yeah. 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 I would uh, hazard to say that those thorns are probably um, chopped and we should watch out for them. Stick to Not, the path. Don't, the know, don't know from personal experience. I'm just uh, guessing. <laughs> Why don't you guys clear this path out? Get rid of some of this thicket. All right, who are you talking to? To the leader. Oh. So the the leader looks at, at you kind of sheepishly and says, um, he actually tried that. And 
cleared it out a while ago. Um, and that's when our clan numbered 12. So your clan died to a bunch of uh, thicket. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> Uh, the the leader looks back to his right hand man and then looks back to you and he says, "Yes, yes, something." Like that. Huh? You do need the help of adventurers, that's for sure. <laughs> Absolutely, he laughs. That's why we're paying you big bucks. All right. Well, I guess uh, we'll keep going here. Uh, also, right. I have my shield out and I've whispered. Sweet nothings uh, to my shield, so it is uh, floating around me. Animated? Okay. All right. So the the leader looks at the dwarf and he says, Impressive. Does it help you, or is it just for show? You gotta hit him, see what happens. You gotta take me out to dinner first before you find that out, buddy. (laughs) 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 You'll see if we get into any trouble. Are we gonna? Are uh, you guys gonna make your way to the door? Uh huh. All right. So I would say there's about twenty feet between you and the door, and I will need you all to make a dexterity check. Twenty-four. Fifteen. Five. <laughs> 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 I think we just call you Jesus from now on. <laughs> right, only two points of damage this time. You guys successfully make your way through the first ten feet or so of thicket and are uh, ever closer to the approaching door. Please make another dexterity check. Good eight. Same again. 18. 23. All right. So the the bard and the cat this time successfully make it to that area, but the dwarf does not and takes four points of damage from the storm as they seem to want to engulf you all as you get closer to the door, cutting you with sharp thorns. Nibbling at my ears. What about the... um? The fanboys behind us, are they having as much difficulty? Uh, they have um, been watching you approach and learning. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> so, you've now successfully made it to this giant kind of oak door, which is shut. And there's a large pull handle on it um, to open the door and there also seems to be like uh, a knocker in in the middle of the door. That's how we knock so just go on in. I lean over to the door and go, man, check out the knocker on that. Yeah, that's pretty big, isn't it? I can't reach it. <laughs> <laughs> so the the leader of the clansman he he kind of motions over after Carefully climbing the ticket, making it uh, up to you. Says, uh, I don't know that we need to knock, um, but uh, I would say prepare yourselves. 
I'm gonna use the knocker and knock as loud as I possibly can. Oh. Okay. I said, well, well, now hold on for a second. You know, I just realized I don't even know your name. <laughs> he turns. He turns to you and he says, "I could have sworn I introduced myself when your cat was doing acrobatic flips all over my men." Uh, you you might have. My name is Fabric. Fabric. I definitely would have remembered a name like that. <laughs> Much into leather myself. I don't really go for the fabric. <laughs> fabric. <laughs> Well, the litter as large as mine. You have to keep coming up with these things to try and keep the kids entertained. <laughs> I get it now. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one, Rip. Good one. <laughs> nice. All right. So after knocking on on the door and hearing the loud boom, boom as you as you railed against the door with the knocker, um, you can you can almost feel the vibration of something inside um, moving around, and you can hear one word echo through the chambers. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure he said enter, but uh, let's go <laughs> go on in, even if he didn't. <laughs> well, we're not to show a sign of you know we're not threatening or anything like that. So I think you should go in first, Orc, and um, the the mumbling uh, should probably go last because he might you know scratch himself in the door frame or something. It's true. Coming from the cat, he gets random arrows in his back. <laughs> and half the time, which way is up and down. <laughs> All right, I'll go in. Right. I walk cautiously into the door. You might want to open it first. That way, you won't walk into it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Slowly, as I'm looking at Rip, and then I just hit it with my head. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you opened the door, Finn. Dang it! <laughs> no, I just knocked. I didn't actually open. I look back to uh, Fabric. And say, oh, I'm just messing around. Don't worry. <laughs> You're in good hands. We truly are. <laughs> All right, so who's opening the door? I slowly open the door. Okay, so you open the door and you peer inside. Inside, you can see uh, that this used to be a cottage at one time, containing dusty furniture draped in webbing, but nothing uh, uh, that appears of value. Um, as you enter the room, you can see the corpses of two hideous giant spiders crawled near the edge of the entranceway there, um, apparently dragged there. Their bloated bodies are puckered and blistered and appear to have been mauled by a large animal. Hmm. Well, at least we don't have to fight them again. 
Looks like the, they've been through the ringer a little bit. <laughs> Guess we should be cautious of whatever, if the dragon's really here. <laughs> I don't know if I believe him or not yet, but. <laughs> so I continue to walk in, slowly. All right, so you walk into the the main cottage area, and it appears completely uneventful. Like I said, the spider's on the ground, and there's cobwebs all over the um, furniture, the um, bed area in the upper right-hand corner, and there appears to be like a kitchen area in the bottom left-hand corner, um, but rotted and, and old. And then there's a giant uh, door in the back of the room, and then there's another door uh, door on the east side of the wall, which obviously leads to the tower. I look back to Fabric. Uh, have you been in here before? Do you know which direction we should go? Uh, Fabric looks at you and then looks to the door and he says, I, I believe that the door to the north leads out um, and we should approach the tower. Okay. Truthfully, uh, we've never made it. Hmm. I don't doubt that at all. Considering you <laughs> lost six to a thicket. <laughs> How to win friends and make enemies. All right. Well, looks similar to the outside door. Um, where it's got large metal bands on it, it's a giant oak door, and it has um, uh, a pull handle to open the door. All right. Well, I go up to that door, and I slowly open it. All right. As you um, enter the, the tower, uh, you can see that it's a single room that stretches um, up well over 40 uh, feet high. There's a five-foot-wide staircase that circles the interior, rising to the now-open rooftop that allows um, the previous inhabitants to get to this area. Heavy wooden beams and stairs uh, crisscross the tower interior. Also, in this giant uh tower area is a very, very dark, green, serpentine creature with huge, muscly arms and legs and giant wings draped around its body, almost in a protective manner. As you enter the room, Dwarf, um, you're immediately flooded with a sense of unease as the green dragon raises its head and he looks at you with slitted eyes. In a voice that echoes and booms in the room, you hear the dragon speak. What have you brought that way? He looks down at the dwarf. And you can almost see an imperceptible smile on the dragon's uh, mouth. I say, oh, Fabric, you have met the dragon before. Fabric, 
kind of turned uh, around and realized that um, everyone has made it into the cottage at this time. And he says to the dwarf, I don't know, I don't know what the dragon has told you, but he's been he's been here for quite some time. We've been looking for a way to communicate with him. So I'm glad that he knows who I am. So let's let's all go and, and parlay with him. Oh, he knows who you are. He mentioned a few carnal things about you to me before you got in the room. And uh whew, I got to say, Fabric. You should be ashamed of yourself, right? But, anyways, <laughs> let's look done at you. I know not. Please, please allow my my men to bring in our offering. And so he seems kind of nervous, um, as he motions his men into the room. And so now, uh, the the room at the 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 main entrance area of the room here is now kind of crowded with um, everyone looking at at the dragon. He says, "Come, come forth, Cedric. Bring forth the our boon." So he he grabs the chest from the other guy, who kind of looks black jawed at the size of the dragon, and he kneels down in front of the dragon. He says, "As promised," and he opens up the, the boon. He says, "We would like." follow you, oh wise one. And we have brought and you kind of motion back at the at the uh, dwarf. Um, where is the rest of the party? You guys made it into the room yet or are you still in the cottage? I think at this stage we'd still be in the cottage. Because <laughs> yeah, this happened just as started. the dwarf went in. Says I, I brought my my clansmen together here, and he motions towards the 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 dwarf and the rest of his team, and he goes, dwarf, where 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 is my protection? Protection? I'm right here, baby. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> I said, uh, you know, we're here. They're they're, they're coming in. We're just here to talk. I don't know what you need protection for. Did you do something to offend this dragon? Have you have you not met or dealt with a dragon before? I mean, I've I've dealt with dragons before, but yeah, don't know. be nice to your wife. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, low guttural coming from the dragon and he speaks again come now you have brought friends and his slitted eyes look over to the dwarf well I got some few more friends outside but that's that's you know it's a little cramped in here Tell me, who started the fire on my land? Well, that's an unfortunate thing that Fabric can tell you all about. Um, I can tell you that myself and my friends put the fire out, 
because you know we didn't think that that was good for a fire to be going in the forest. Uh, <laughs> but it certainly wasn't me. I'm a ranger. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check for. Who are you I... in the room now, Cat? Is all the others? Have they all gone in? So oh, we're, we're leaving none of. Them. Only fabric and the man who had brought the um, brought the uh, offering. I'll stay in the cottage room because I really don't trust these guys. Okay, I got a fourteen. All right, so um, as the dragon was speaking, you noticed that one of his um, front legs kind of resting along the wall of the tower. All along the tower walls, you see like bristling thickets and vines and thorns. Um, and they're kind of like slowly shifting and moving around you. Oh, right. He swings his great powerful head back towards the dwarf again. Hell who started the fire? I mean, as far as I know, it was always burning since the world's been turning. Um, <laughs> but we didn't start the fire. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> um, by the way, I mean, you look like you work out. What's your What's your routine, Dragon? <laughs> you mock me? No, I think you look amazing. I just, you know, I'm always looking to bulk up as a, as a dwarf, you know, and I got to throw horses around and stuff. But uh, I can admire a, a creature of strength such as yourself. I'll walk into the room. <laughs> I eat adventurers for breakfast. Come now, Fonrick. Have you offered me breakfast? As soon as you walk in the room, he swings his head towards you. He says, "Ah, another tasty morsel. Fabric, you're too kind. At this point, Fabric seems kind of flabbergasted. And uh, go ahead and make a perception check, Bard. Uh, 15, I think. You can tell that he's starting to. Uh, can I do an insight check on the dragon? Of course. <laughs> to see if he actually knows Fabric or if he's just sticking with him. Um, sure. Green's evil, right? It's probably just trying to play us against each other, even if Fabric isn't against us per se, like my. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Yep. So. Really hard to tell what the dragon is doing, but you get a sense that either the dragon has met Fabric before or knows of Fabric, but you can't tell by what he's saying whether or not ideally they have met. And again, just like what happened to the dwarf. As soon as you enter the room, you are flooded with this feeling of uneasiness. Yeah, stuffy, stuffy room we have here. 
Uh, Dragon, what is your name? Don't mind me asking. A bold one indeed. You may call me Venom Fang. With that utterance of his word, you see the acrid smoke billowing, billowing out of his mouth and his nostrils. Almost uh, a feeling of like, like heat, but not quite. And you can see the air kind of like crackling around him where the the breath escaped. Quite a name. That will that will make for great stories later when I tell the when I tell people of this tale. I want to make sure that I get your name correct. Oh, he seems quite pleased. A bore. Please tell me a tale of your adventure. I seek to be amused, and it would amuse me before I consume all of you. Uh, I have many stories to tell, but why don't you tell us one of your own, Dragon? What brings you to this land? Again, you hear a, a low rumble, which you can only surmise as a chuckle. I like this he is bold. Maverick, please do tell him why I am here. Maverick kind of stutters and mumbles. And he kind of, he leans over to the corpse. I thought you were going to protect me. We agreed you were going to protect me. I don't see anything happening to you right now, Maverick. <laughs> So obviously, I am protecting you. <laughs> but just be warned, I am a bit gassy. So, <laughs> so, so Fabric kind of starts to shift, and he he looks around and says, "This is Venom Fang, and we are here today to parlay with you, um, give you an offering that may." We may converse with you and learn of your greatness. Will you accept these offerings? The dragon, yeah, the dragon turns over to the dwarf, over to the bard, and back to Fabric. What do you offer? Fabric kind of mutters. Stumbles and he says, the, the offerings, offerings right here. And he, he kneels back down and he pushes the, the chest over to him. The dragon takes one of his uh, powerful arms and a single claw tip. And he starts to kind of like finger around in, in the, the coffers of the, the chest that, that was offered. The, he says to Fabric, Fabric looks over to the adventurers and back to his clanmates who are still in the cottage. He says, I, I offer you nine strong to protect your realm and to serve you in the coming weeks and months. 
leading up to the new year. The dragon turns towards the bard and then back towards the dwarf. And he speaks aloud. Does Fabric speak for you? Do you offer allegiance to my sovereignty? Uh, Fabric doesn't speak for me. I mean, I, mer- I merely met him yesterday. Um, as far as I know, he does have a habit of lighting fires, but I don't know um, if he lit that fire earlier. Um, sovereignty, how, how much territory do you have? He turns and looks up to the sky and says, Far as the forest you can see. No, well, I can't see very far, but I think <laughs> the stone walls seem to pose a problem. <laughs> that sounds like a pretty good, uh, good territory you, you get there. Over the fabric, <laughs> incredibly lame adventurers. <laughs> I want to show you a magic trick, Venom no. Fang. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, no magic trick for the great dragon. Oh, come on. <laughs> we will save that for another day. I assure you he would not be amused by your trickery. <laughs> Fabric turns ba- uh, the dragon turns back to Fabric. These baubles will be a start. But I require allegiance. Wear fealty to me, and I will spare your lives. What uh, what is it that you wish to do here, dragon? You can kind of sort of see his tail kind of circling around towards from the other side of the tower, kind of twitching, almost kind of like irritably. And the dragon speaks to you again. What of it? I protect oh, right. these land. Again, when I tell this story, I want to know your purpose, your your reason for being here. All right. I will tell you a tale. A tale long ago. Of my sire. Fought against the elves. Fought hard and won this territory before he perished. I was but a hatchling, and I scoured these lands as revenge. Revenge for the loss of my son. I formed alliances with the creatures of this land before I came to this area. Met the foul beasts that are the dread spiders. Uh, uh, yes, we have encountered some pretty ghastly spiders. I had smited them around this area and claimed this as my domain. You have entered and lived as I grew to 
this area. I've also learned of many a great thing on the outside area of the woods, including several war parties of orcs and hobgoblins. I have also learned how best to deal with them. Perhaps you have heard of them. I might have. What uh, what clan are they from? Bloodsword. Bloodsword? <laughs> Does it look like this? <laughs> <laughs> Almost imperceptibly, he is narrow slits of an eye kind of open slightly. And the walls start to rumble as he raises himself up that what have you done with those of the blood sword? The room begins to rumble. Oh, we're we're part of it, man. We're we're allies with the blood swords. <laughs> allies. What is the leader of the blood sword clan name? It's in a weak point. <laughs> Memory, memory is Tagor. I believe is his name. What's his name? Tagor. 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 Blood swords. We have a truce. They stay away from Fandolin and stay in the Neverwinter Woods if we don't kill them. Are you telling that to the dragon? Um, not the. Not that we don't kill them. It's just that we have an agreement with (laughs) that you have a truce. That you have yeah. a treaty? You have a treaty yeah. with them? Yeah. Yes. I am impressed. You have a treaty with the war party blood sword. He seems to settle down, lay back down inside the tower. He turns to fabric. Indeed, and what else do you offer of me, fabric? Fabric looks around and he goes kind of to the dwarf and says, I offer you these adventurers and our allegiance, as I have said, plus this mighty bounty before you. The dragon kind of grins sheepishly and he says, I be amused. Amuse me. Who is the strongest of I would be the dwarf. Obviously, that's me. The dwarf. Does the dwarf speak for the bard? And the cat cowering in the cottage? I'm not cowering. (laughs) I'm relaxing. Yeah. We're all on on an adventure together. So, we sure. Are, we are protectors of Fandolin. And we are searching for the Wave Echo Cave. The Wave Echo I have heard of this. He kind of looked up towards the tower. A long time ago, I passed by it. Are you familiar with the tale of the drow, the black Walls begin 
Rumble. As you can tell, he seems quite angry with uttering that name. Oh, yes. He is uh, one that will be taken out when we find him. This pleases me. Settles down again. So you wish to tell a tell? Let me see. I would like, for my amusement, for your champion, Prince Fabric, he says, and your champion in open combat, the strongest shall serve you and live beyond this day. The rest shall fall beneath my claws. And he holds up his claws. You can almost hear the, almost like the unsheathing as the claws come out of his hands. Who is your champion, Fabric? And who is your champion, Dwarf? Surely there's got to be some other way to amuse you, Dragon. Now, how about some ale, and we have a story, and maybe a song? Oh, there are many ways me, such as eating you, Bard. Oh, yes, well, I that. would prefer that you live tell stories about me. <laughs> I cannot say the same about your cat, and well, I'm just a little bit curious. Um, you obviously don't like the black spider in the Wave Echo Caves, and to kill us, knowing that that's where we're going next to kill the black spider or be killed by it, depending on however it works out, why would you stop us now by killing us? Does it not help you? Does it not serve you that we take out the black spider? It would serve me if you take out the black spider in my name. Oh, so this is a vain thing about us wanting, uh, you wanting us to swear fealty to you before we go on something that we've already agreed to go upon. So are you like talking in the doorway or like? Yeah, in the doorway bit, yeah. Because uh, he's, he's reached out to me a couple of times with some very um, slanderous type. Uh... So he, he swings his head towards your general direction. And he says, I see the cat found his ball. <laughs> playing with them before he came off. Flexibility is one of the strengths of the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I was cleaning myself before presenting myself before such a majestic beast as yourself. <laughs> I will not easily be swayed with words, cat. I am familiar with your mind. Always looking for the next bauble or trinket. I have baubles right here. Points to the uh, chest. Don't you know the story of these? He picks up the one of the largest diamonds in, in the bounty, placing it between two of his claws. He says, I know the story of every item in this chest. Does that not interest you? Shiny. Put it back Shiny. down in the chat. <laughs> and you, Bard, you think yourself so vain as to be able to force me into living? I have already given you a challenge. 
you or the cultists. Fabric lets out a gasp. Obviously, I'm supposed to be with the cultists. But, uh, but, but, it be better but, for you if they all swore allegiance instead of, you know, destroying half of us? Well, I can tell you that these cultists have been here for quite some time, scheming and trying to find a way into my good grace. And I have come up with but one. The choice is yours. You can defeat the cultists and earn my favor. Or you can die by my as he sputters those words, more of the the acrid smoke comes out of his nostrils and his mouth. And now you can see the saliva dripping from his chin and mouth area, his jowls. They drip down onto the ground, the grass, uh, the overgrown area of the grass and stone starts to you hear it sizzle and uh, kind of like burn away. Well, gentlemen, what do you think? Cat, you wanted to kill the cultist anyway. <laughs> well, Fabric hasn't um, told us who his champion is yet. And given how much he's quaking in his boots, he's not going to lie about which is the strongest one of them. We should at least work out who that is and get Fabric to... Um, well, that means look at this crew, Cat. I'm sure that you could take out all of them yourself. Oh, I like that. Uh, yeah, well, I mean... Been quiet these last few minutes. Hmm. I was just thinking about this dwarven girl, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How beautiful her beard was. <laughs> it was a majestic beard, and the dragon's breath reminded me of this one evening, but uh, I digress. Um... <laughs> I have no problem, you know, fighting against these people for the for the dragon's entertainment. Uh, you know, I didn't trust them to begin with as well. So if that's what he would like, and maybe he might be able to, you know, give us some insider information to uh, for the Wave Echo Cave. So, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. I don't, I don't mind it whatsoever. Well, that's where I was going with. I hope he'd um, give us some more info, because that didn't quite happen. Who, the cultist or the dragon? No, the dragon. dragon. Well, maybe once we, you know, defeat the Fain, champion, Fain and he has some breakfast, he might be more free with the information. Well, true. If he's going to eat the cultist and not eat us, then yeah, we can do that. Are you guys like talking to each other, like to the side, like yeah. in the same room that the dragon is in? Oh no, we're not just saying this out loud so everyone can hear us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're just like we're in a show of in a show of confidence. We just talk out loud, like you know. <laughs> we don't go off to the side. It's just more of a hey, cat, uh, stab him in the face. <laughs> 
Okay. So while you guys are talking so plainly and openly, the the dragon um, hear that that low rumble as he seems to laugh at the predicament for you and the cultists. And uh, Fabric is now backing away from you guys, and he has pulled out his sword. Um, with that action, the uh, his right hand man, also in the room, pulls out his sword. Um, and then the four that were in the cottage with the cat are now behind the cat. All pull out their Great. That's what I was waiting for. Which way does that door open? Is it opening into the cottage side or the dragon side? So the um, the door to the tower you're talking about, so yeah. it, pull, it pulls open and it's way past like they okay. are now right behind you, and you oh, are it's that large, in is it? Oh, okay. So they have effectively surrounded you. I say, now, now, cultist fabric, you heard what Venom Fang said. It's a one-on-one battle, and you wouldn't want to upset him before anything even gets started. Fabric, um, I'm sorry, Venom Fang, see chuckle again, and he he speaks out loud. Do not pretend to know what amuses me, Wolf. If oh. you all die before me now, it is just the same for me. I was protecting these lands before you chose. I will protect them after you leave. Indeed. Well then, Shall we have it out? And I will just shoot fabric <laughs> in the head with my crossbow. <laughs> what, what I was waiting to do, and looks like it's going to play out. The reason I stayed back with the rest of the guys and put myself in the doorway is I, I should have asked how big the door was to begin with. Basically, I'm going to drop a fog cloud in this room and then move into the tower side. Okay, so you're going to fog the cottage. Yeah. Okay. So that's that. what I'm planning to do. But I'm still waiting for the, you know, the signal. Yeah. The signal was the crossbow bolt hitting fabric possibly in the head. Okay. Then that's the signal. Then yep. So that's All what right, I'll so do, and then I'll move into the tower room. So if any of them find their way through the fog into this room, then I'm straight on them. All right. Go ahead and uh, make your attack roll, um, Bard, and then everyone roll for initiative after that. I hope you guys are okay with that. Shoot away. Well, we will get nowhere fast. <laughs> uh, 24. Oh, your attack ball? <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Yes, 24 uh, hits. Five points of damage. Okay. So the um, crossbow bolt whizzes across the room and slams into the shoulder of the cultist leader, who looks quite perplexed of, at what has just gone down. As as it hits him and he spins, he goes, "No, wait! This is not how I wanted it to happen." Yeah, I knew he was going to sell us out. I said, 
well, then you should have let me show you my magic trick yesterday. But since you didn't, <laughs> this is what you get. <laughs> Seven points of damage, right? That's five. five. Oh, five. Nothing extra as a surprise? <laughs> huh? Since he surprised him, he doesn't get anything extra? <laughs> no, he doesn't, he doesn't get a free attack. The fabric doesn't get back. So I get you. He is definitely surprised by that. So, okay, everybody roll for initiative. Got 11. I rolled a 1, so it's plus 5, 6. 13. All right, the bark goes first. Um, I will. I will firebolt. Uh, right hand man. Okay. In the room with us. Correct. How far away are you from me? Uh, I don't know if we're using the, this grid right here. I'm like 10 feet, 5 feet, 5, 10 feet. I don't know. 10 feet, we'll say. I don't know what the spacing is. Uh, 16. Firebolt? Yes. Hit. Hit. Uh, five points of damage. The fireball reaches from your fingertips and flies into the side of the commander. Um, lighting his uh, cloak on fire as it slams into him. He looks rather forlorn as the cloak starts to ignite and Rips the cloak off and throws it onto the ground. Starts to glow, uh, dim little fire in the corner there. Uh, you can hear a slow rumble as the dragon is obviously uh, amused by what is going on. Is that all you're doing? Um. Yes. That will end my turn. All right. So, um, Rip, with the fog cloud that mm -hmm. you dropped in the room, mm -hmm. like, are you now fully entered into the tower? Yes, that was part of the plan. All right. <clears throat> you're trying to like shut the doors that we were asking for. The door was. I was going to ask if I could. Yeah, but it you made it sound like it was much larger so that I was standing and had to walk back into the guys to be able to get to the edge of the door to close it. That's correct. So, yeah. yeah. So okay. it'll just have to stay open. I'll just stay on the, the tower side so that if anyone makes it through the fog, then I've got the attack on them. Okay. So, um, it's fourth turn, right? Is the bar done? Yes. All right. Well, please don't use your axe. Please don't use your axe. Uh, well, he's not holding a shield, so he doesn't have a lot of uh, options. <laughs> I'm going to use Fighting Spirit for my bonus action, giving me advantage on weapon attack rolls until the end of the current turn, and give myself five temporary hit points. So it's advantage on an attack roll only for this turn? Uh, yeah, until the end of the current turn. Yep. How many times did you do that? Three times. Oh. 
and you're going to use it on the cult. Yeah, whoever I want to fight. It's only one of three. It's okay. Okay. Is Go I the it. third one in that? Because there's only two cultists in the room. The cat <laughs> might be the third. <laughs> yeah, it depends on if the dragon turns on us after we kill the cultists or not. Yep. I imagine you will, but. All right, well, next track for us. You didn't like the cultist anyway. I mean, no love lost there, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they've got shinies. Well, you can take the shinies after we kill everybody. Yeah. Good. So I'm going to try and attack Fabric. Okay. I'm guessing he's the one that's right next to me, right? He's behind you. So, um, I'm going to try and hit him with my battle axe. Okay. See. With advantage. So my first roll was a 14. And then a 9. So 20 total with that first roll. 14 plus okay. 6. Did that hit him? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was like a... What? A six. What is that time like there? That's my hit. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. the total number. I thought you were yeah. thinking that was coming from your ability. I was like, no. Magic. No. I was like, yeah. No, you hit with the, even without the adjustment. Okay. So it's 1d8 plus 4. So 5 Wait, points of damage. <laughs> he hit with the battle axe. Yep, I did so hit with the battle axe. hit with the battle axe. You could call that a hit. That was like, how much damage again? I love that. 5. You did the same amount of damage as the bard. Rolling in thorns. <laughs> Good <laughs> job. Hey. Instead of um, rolling it two-handed. Seriously. But then I wouldn't be able to get to punch him in the face. Oh, true. Gotcha. Are you going to punch him in the face? Yeah, I'm going to try and uh, hit him. All right, cool. 16? So, 1d4 plus 4. 5. <laughs> <laughs> uh, says it all, I think. I mean, if we haven't established already that I am not the damage dealer of the group. <laughs> not DPS. <laughs> so, we've got a bard who sings and a dwarf who dances. And I'm all about protection, all right? When the cat actually and hit, it does a lot of damage. Yes. We're more about the traveling circus. (laughs) (laughs) And a bunch of protections. Yeah. uh, I say to Fabric, you can anticipate more of the same soon. <laughs> That's my turn. All right. Um, next up is cat. And that's what I did. Or did you include? No, that was, was the fog cloud. When you shot, shot the arrow, you did the fog cloud. Okay, so I can attack now. While the dwarf sat black shot and waited, waited for the battle to begin. Yeah, I was just twiddling my thumbs. I was like, man, these guys are taking forever. Keep going. <laughs> is uh, fabric within range? Yeah, you can turn and get to me. Yeah. 
I'll do that then. Uh, blue is the uh, short sword. All right. I need to turn the light on and see what colors what. Um, so that's 20 for the short sword and 13 for the long sword. Ooh. All right, the long sword just barely hit. Okay, so that's short sword hit. So you're D6 plus down. 6 and a D8 plus 2. Yep, here we go. So these two plus 8 in total. This is worth paying attention. Oops. This is what damage looks like. <laughs> Reroll the D6. What is that? It was cocked. So 11 plus a total of 8, so 19. Uh, he disemboweled the guy. All right, so Fabric was kind of dancing the dance with the uh, with the dwarf as they were ballerinas on the dance floor. Um, and the cat comes swinging in from behind. Uh, go ahead and make a dexterity check, um, dwarf. Oh, yeah. Uh, 18. All right. So you see in front of you, Ripsword plunge through the back of the, um, of the, the cult leader, uh, just as the long sword also pierces him, spraying blood all in front of him that you somehow miraculously, as a uh, stocky dwarf, managed to miss getting hit with. And then Fabric drops down to his knees as the cat kind of like kicks him away, pulls the swords out from behind him. Just let out a roar. <laughs> Triumphant roar. Oh no, we're, we're being flooded. Oh, suddenly there's rain in the cottage. <laughs> and, and I didn't the, think I had that ranger spell yet. Power. <laughs> that, that fog was really high. A lot of humidity. <laughs> Say now, see that's what I'm talking about, uh, Ben. That's what damage looks like. Okay, your five points of damage aren't gonna get us anywhere. <laughs> no. Always leave it up to the cleaning crew, Pat. <laughs> I like to knock them off guard and, and get them set up for you guys to take out. Team player, is that what you're trying to tell me? You're a team player. <laughs> I'm trying to say that, but it doesn't seem like it's coming off that <laughs> Do we believe this? Is uh, is the, the captain guy, the right-hand man, is he within five feet? Uh, if he is, I will hold break. I think he's... Are they all black? Yeah. No, I think he's in front of the bar. Okay. Like yep. Ten feet away. Yeah, so he's no. more in front of me. He's probably more like 10, 15 feet from me. Okay. Fair enough, then that's my turn. He's close to the, the dragon. Okay. I'll as just face it, back to the, the entranceway to see if anyone's coming through. Yeah, as you turn back around, the remaining um, cultists kind of run into the room, kind of disoriented. Um, the first two, anyway. Um, and they come rushing towards you to attack. Uh, oh, it. Uh, oh, you have a very high AC. This is going to go swimmingly. 18. Yeah. Um, and, no, that definitely missed. So the first cultist comes running in with his long sword, flashing at you. He completely does not even connect anywhere near where you're standing. And the second one fell off the table and oh my god, up with this guy. Um, also misses you completely. 
uh, unable to connect with the Swamp Authority, thus ending their turn. Doesn't surprise me. One single pirouette <laughs> was had. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me when they lost six people to some thistles and thorns. Okay. <laughs> mommy, mommy, I've got to burn my finger. <laughs> All right, uh, that ends the turn uh, with the dragon laughing in the background. Uh, go ahead and roll initiative, please. Seven. Nine. Eleven. Seven, nine, and eleven. Yep. Okay. So the bard goes first. I will draw my rapier and attack the guy that is in front of me. Okay. Uh, with a 14. Okay, and you hit. I don't think we're going to get any armor off these guys. Uh, with a floor? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, with a, a holy armor. Uh, eight points of damage. With a flourish? Uh, you swing your rapier over towards the very bad man and cut uh, across his arm and his chest, hitting him grievously, but not enough to knock him out of the fight. Um, I'm eight, going to... Eight, right? Yeah. Sorry? Eight points of damage? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah he's kind of like staggering, blood loss. Okay, that'll end my turn. Okay. Um, the the man then, uh, with his other arm, swings his long sword at you. Um, and oof, completely misses. Uh, almost knocked over in the process. The other two um, cultists that were attacking the cat continue their assail on him. Uh, the second one coming really close with his long sword but still missing you and this second one uh, nowhere near close to you. But the other two cultists make their way into the room um, and they sort of like fan out. Not in time to reach you, but they're, they've now entered. I should have two on me. Yep. Yeah, so two and then two like on the other sides of you. Yep. <clears throat> All right, next up is the dwarf. All right. So I'm going to go attack that right-hand man. Um, the weak spot. Yeah. It. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's how it is. <laughs> and uh, I'm grabbing my axe with both hands as I seek to teach him a lesson he won't soon forget. <laughs> and probably miserably fit. <laughs> so let's see what I get. Is that a one? Nope. 21. And that's a hit? Alright. 1d10 plus 4. 13 points of damage. Wow. On which guy? 
captain of the new the captain. No, no, the captain. Oh, the captain? Okay. Um, so you come swinging in with the battle axe, right? Yep. And uh, with a crushing blow, embed the axe in the back of the, the man. Bring him down to his knees and then face forward into the ground. Stick your boot on his dead carcass as you use it as a fulcrum to rip the battle axe back out from his back. He is dead. All right, and then I'm going to move down to stand next to Rip. Okay. And that'll end my turn. Between us or on the other side of him? No, I'm between you guys. So I'm next to both of you. He wants to do the shield protecting. Yes, guys. Everyone, yeah. Yeah. But now everyone, everyone that attacks. Um, everyone else other than the dwarf attacks with disadvantage, right? Correct. Like they needed that. I just want to make sure. <laughs> None of them have hit you guys. But sure, I'll roll. I'm just being a team player. <laughs> Four more additional times. Okay. The cat's turn? Yes. Is Hunter's Mark, is that a um action? As in, that would be my turn? Or can I cast it and attack? Look at what it is. Hold on. The spell, so it's an action. No, it says one bonus action. So I can do pass yeah, it and attack. That is bonus action. Yep. Okay, excellent. Um, should have done that first. The leftmost guy. Um. Yeah, leftmost guy. I first pass it on him, and then I'll attack him. Okay. Um, so long sword is 20, uh, sorry, short sword is twenty-two. Long sword is that's four twenty-three. Okay, you hit. So damage is good is twelve fourteen. There's going to be plus fourteen on this roll. Nine. So that's a total of twenty-three. Wow, oh, he's dead. <laughs> oh, show off. <clears throat> what? No, no. <laughs> In Draconic, I, I scream out, Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. Suddenly, the, the entire tower is enveloped in a misty spray. I'm not sure why. <laughs> um, as you bring down um, that moves the next guy, right? Yes. Yep. Mark. Okay. Oh, sorry, and Horde Breaker on the next guy. So go ahead, Horde Breaker is the next guy. Um, I guess seven. <laughs> seven? <laughs> really? Wait, doesn't it, does it only give you advantage, or it only gives you damage, right? Not it's plus damage, damage, yeah. Plus uh, damage. That's silly to me, but I guess that's not OP. All right, yeah, you missed that. So there's three guys left, right? Oh, I apologize. It's not a total of six. It's one d six, um, which meant it would have been twenty one damage, not twenty three. Oh, okay. two points. Okay, <laughs> guys, you know, only all the way into the grave instead of down in hell. 
<laughs> All right. As you completely obliterate the cultist with your GPS unit, um, you can hear the dragon in the back uh, shout, Enough! And suck in a tremendous amount of breath as he then breathes acid, uh, a cloud, a giant cloud of poisonous acid, uh, gas, all over the room in front of him. Everyone makes a constitution check. Fifteen. I make it. Did you say he sprayed poison? Plus, plus two. I said that it was a poison gas. Sixteen. And I did my research for it, so you're not going to like this. <laughs> Resistance not being immune. Uh, Twenty-one. Where's okay, my constitution? Um, Fourteen. Uh, I'll say... Alright. And 16. Okay, you pass. Um, Alright, so now is the fun part. I guess it is. 12 times. Anybody counting? Oh, really? 3, 6, Nine, eleven, thirteen, nineteen, Thirty-four, thirty-eight. That was twelve, right? Is that for an attack? That's a poison gas on all of you. So thirty-eight. Uh, yeah. Divided by two because you guys all passed. David throw, right? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. But it, but is that an attack? Well, acid. acid. Okay. Right. I was just wondering if my defense counts against your rolls or not with disadvantage. But I'm guessing yeah. not. No. Well, no. Because it's, it's just automatic, right? Just a saving throw, yes. It's an automatic hit. It's not an attack. Okay. It's, cool. it's uh, two. Okay. 19 points of damage all took um, of poison breath. Except for the dwarf who's resistant to poison. poison. So it's half. Okay, half damage from that is nine and a half. <laughs> nine and a half. So ten. Ten points of damage. Oof. Ah. Only took five because I had five temporary health points. <laughs> Tricks on you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
after the poison after he exhales the the poison gas um he shouts before you kneel before venom bang he, and you can hear the hissing as the acrid gas escapes from his lips or suffer the consequences all right meanwhile Every single one of the cultists are now dead. I mean, that's not surprising. But <laughs> Marcus uh, moved on to the uh, dragon then. <laughs> uh, for you not to entertain dragon, why is it that you are treating us this way? I do not trust anyone. You have shown me no. No trust. We literally did what you asked us to do. What did I ask? Entertain you and to destroy the cult, which is what we did. I asked you to pick a champion. We did. They didn't. So we assumed it was all of them. Therefore, them. broke the treaty of parlay. Parlay? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a bit rigged. <laughs> Dang pirate so, scum. You come here seeking treaty. You are not here to take my domain. No. No, no. We're, we're, we didn't even know you were here. And yet you burned my domain. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we didn't start the fire. It was always burning. All right. We came out of the house and put it out. Swings his head towards the acrid smoke bellowing from his nose. I, oh, I know everything that goes in my domain. Well, did you know that Fabric was holding back on you? He, he didn't bring all of his gems. He was holding back on you. Right? Fabric is dead, and soon you shall be as well. <laughs> Oh, uh, right. just... yes, I started the fire. We've been attacked by multiple twig brights. We saw a tree. I fired a firebolt at it and we started the fire. Didn't realize it wasn't what we had been fighting, so we put it out. Ah, someone speaks the truth. Someone must pay Regis attack on my domain. Just well, so scare these two and take my life. While they're talking about it, I'm swigging a potion of greater healing. Okay. So, well, I'm pretty sure the cultists gave their life already. <laughs> yes, but it wasn't them who burned the cultists. They were here protecting Obviously, they're not very good at what they do. <laughs> Dragon turns to you and smiles. Yes, all my friends, I will happily lay down my life. I, I think I can feel a tear coming to my eyes. I'm like, well, 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 we need the bard to come with us for when we go to the Wave Echo Cave. As we, we told you, we were on our way there. Uh, exactly. You know, 
we offered to take out a nemesis for you, and you just seem to, you know, what's the word? Stog it off, whatever. Are we good? Are we ready? We will happily kneel before you and go and kill the uh, nemesis. I, I, I won't kneel. I will give up my life, but I will not kneel before this dragon. <laughs> I don't think I'd kneel either. As much as it may be a dragon of Horus, there's something to off about that that doesn't go with my ranger philosophies. I guess you can kill them both. It's fine. Let's let's go. <laughs> 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 I joke, I joke. I... <laughs> we would like to go and get to the Wave Echo Cave. And in your name, kill whatever lives there that stands in our way. Does that sound agreeable to you, Venom Fang? You can almost see the dragon pause for a minute. If I let you go, you'll leave this domain and never return. Well, I'm, I mean, we'd like to return to tell you that we killed the spider, but if you don't want us to come back, that's fine. Also, I'm sure you have many a tale that I would love to hear. I'll be more than happy to, to share your knowledge with all the dwarves and tell them, uh, you know, of your magnificence. All right. Sidebar. Cat. Or a ranger? Yes. Happen to be good? Yes. The lawful evil dragon. Yes, the evil part of that is why I can't bend a knee to it. Right, so you're willing to make a deal with it. I'm ready to pounce. I'm just letting the dwarf keep the dragon on. <laughs> Alright. So, are you guys trying to parlay with the Get out of battle. Are you trying to stall and attack? Uh, for me, I'm just trying to get out of battle and then never plan on coming back and giving the dragon any oh, credit no, whatsoever. The pussy in this party. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want to get my magic battle axe and then come back and have my you know <laughs> time with the dragon. Explicit <laughs> cowardly cat and not of the tobacco variety. <laughs> um, okay, that's fine. I mean, I just I want to make sure you guys are united on this one that um, dragon understands because it can, you know, into it. You guys are being sincere. Well, I was being sincere, I will. I will either lay down my life for my friends, or you let us do your bidding uh, and get rid of the, the black spider. And if you wish us not to return, we will not return. So you can see that the tail twisting in the background. The dragon is speaking over your offer, and he says, "He he then speaks. I will let you." No. <laughs> <laughs> and he breaks the wall with his 
bite your head off. No. I will let you pass. Bring me back. A boon of your own. You choose an item of import from the wave echo cave. And I will let you live. Remember, nature is all around me, and I have eyes everywhere. So I will know of your betrayal. Do not return an item from the wave echo cave. And I will keep this from the culture. Do we have an agreement? Sure. We'll bring you something special from the Wave Echo Cave. Now wink at him. <laughs> I'll make a point. Okay. <laughs> we will bring you back something from the Wave Echo Cave. Then we are in agreement. I... I'm going to have to swallow my pride and discover this because with one burst of a acid cloud, I dropped below half. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, so, you know, sidebar, yeah. I, I completely understand, but I also wanted to make sure that, you know, from a role-playing perspective, you are a ranger that protects the forest, and there is an evil creature in the forest right now that you're dealing with. I also yeah. understand the lesser of two evils right now you need to survive exactly not, not actually but do note that i am ready to pounce if that's what the, the yeah, rest of the guys that's, that's what i want to yeah. so yeah. you're fine um okay the 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 uh the dragon speaks one more time says, bring forth your arms and i will make this treaty true. all right they just you just want an arm like yeah out like this forearm a handshake forearm out like that no he wants you to, to pull out like an arm okay. he's gonna yeah. get Marcus like this okay. yeah he's gonna mark you yeah exactly so he takes um one of his claws and he puts it at the corner of his mouth and then drops a dab of acid on each one of your forearms. I and wanted to holler with a ribbon that said mom. <laughs> I would like mine in the shape of a penis, please. <laughs> Odd, I would expect no other. Um, and he makes a small, discreet um, burn mark on each of your forearms, on the inside of your forearm. Um, do any of you want to make an insight check? Or, uh, Arcana, Jack. I'll do insight. Yep. Um, 16 for Arcana. Uh, 26 for insight. Okay. So, based on what he just did, you kind of think that he might have been seeing something, but when he did it, you saw like almost a flash of green light as the mark was made, and you can tell this is of some kind of magic. It doesn't, uh, based on your your arcana and your insight, it doesn't look harmful or um, 
deceitful in in any way. It seems to be kind of like a bond. You and the dragon. Not of servitude, but of uh, truth. Okay. I asked him, I was like, is this going to stick with me for forever? Sweet. Girls back home are going to dig this. <laughs> we all know, Dwarf, that the girls back home have bigger scars than yours. <laughs> That's what attracted me to them. <laughs> he turns back to you after finishing the task. Says you may leave. And as, as he says this, um, you notice that the tail, which was once curled around the um, tower itself, after he had dashed, the tail was blocked. He lifts the tail up almost as his own type of door so that you may exit the tower. Peace out, dragon. <laughs> we'll be back with something special. I'll make a point of it. Yes. We will bring you back something from the Wayback Okay. Something nice. Something personal and uh, probably in a bag. Um. <laughs> he was not specific about what's bringing you back. He said, he, so the dragon says again, might I remind you, you are now bonded to me. I task you with bringing something of import back from the Wave Echo Cave. Anything less breaks and I will devour you. Well, I mean, I got about 20 pounds of poo in me right now, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no worries. We got you, Venom Fang. We will bring you something of import from the cave. We should make our way back to the um, cultists. Yeah. Black swords. <laughs> Shiny black swords. Such a special. Uh, yes, I say we make our way back to the cultist uh, camp and see if there are any diamonds left there for us and destroy the rest of them. Okay. So, um, he lets you go. Notice as you make your way back to the cottage, by the way, it's covered in Um, As you stumble your way to the front door and you make your way outside, Notice that all of the thicket and thorns and the vines have cleared away from the front area of the path, allowing you to um, pass it. So that's right. Make way for the champions. <laughs> <laughs> we are the champions, my friend. Now that's a song, Bird, that I can get behind. <laughs> We'll keep on fighting till the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's see what we can find over there at the cultist residence. Right. So you make your way down through the path, um, back the way you came through the decrepit building, and you are presented with the uh, two-room building and a locked I, uh, two room building, so the front door's locked? Yes. 
I don't know if you see the cursor. Yep. Or right here. Yeah. Okay. So I uh, knock on the door. It's like, ah, just to see if anybody's home. Okay. Um, you knock on the door and you hear from inside. Fabric, is that you? Oh yeah, this this is Fabric. Um, uh, let me let me in, my boys. This is Fabric. <laughs> <laughs> my voice changed from a bit of fog. Uh, you, you hear the the man inside say, "One moment." Well, we unballed the door. And he lifts, you can hear like the clanking and the lifting of the bar. Um, and he opens the door. Party order. I'm in the front, right? So what I want to do also, as they're slowly opening the door, I'm going to kick it as hard as I can as soon as they start opening the door. Okay. So as they, they begin to open the door, you kick the door in. And are you rushing in? or? I am, yeah. Okay. You kick the door in, you rush in. You have knocked the the one cultist down to the ground um and the door is now swung wide uh open for you to see the inside area of the room um this small farmhouse appears to be just another empty home at first glance um but you can see that the doors on the inside are also shut and locked in that one room just kick the door in are two cultists one that you knock down to the ground the other who is now drawn to the sword and is rushing at you do we know that there's a door on the south side no okay i mean if you want to explore you can while he's fighting with these two cultists i'll allow it okay i'll move around to the back just in case anyone tries to run away but i'm looking to see if there's an exit if anyone were to try and run away okay so while you're making your way back behind the building, what is the bard doing? Uh, I'm going into the building with the dwarf. And you ran in with the building, and you're now confronted with the one cultist that's on the ground getting himself back up, um, and then the other cultist that's rushing towards the door. I tell them, I wouldn't bother if I was you. The dragon and our group are bonded. And I don't know if you know what that means, but uh, I wouldn't try it. <laughs> you, what have you done with Fabric? The second man shouts at you. Venom Fang found him unworthy and killed him. He seems aghast with the idea. And you are the champions of the dragon? Yes. I show him my arm. I was like, what does this look like, dummy? So the first guy is still starting to get up, but the second guy was kind of running towards you when you said stop, but he wasn't in combat range, at least melee range yet. Um, after hearing what you said, he turns around and runs for the back door. He slams open the door, um, and then at this point, the cat has made its way to the back. You have discovered that there is another door. And that door has swung open, and four more cultists have run out the back door. A pounce. Okay. Just no need for initiative on that because I was waiting. Waiting. Um, sixteen for the short Attacking sword. Two and yes. Or okay. <clears throat> I'll attack one first. Okay. 
and uh, sorry, uh, eighteen for the longsword. What was the first one? Fourteen. Wasn't that? It was a fourteen and uh, fourteen. You're fine. Okay. Okay. D sixty-eight plus a little of eight. Um, fourteen. Okay. So as the first guy runs out the door, um, and the other stumbling behind him, you cut him down with your uh, long sword and run him through with your short sword, dropping him to the ground like a rock. The other three turn towards you, look down at their their buddy who's now fallen, and draw draw all their swords and, and rush you. Excellent. I still have a horde breaker. Yes. Be able to hit one of them. Yep. Okay. Short sword, so D6 plus 6. A hit. 12. Okay. Uh, that was with your... Short sword. Okay. Uh, with your second set of attacks, Rammed your short sword into the second man, almost um, skewering him whole, doing a great amount of damage as you lift him uh, slightly up off the ground with your attack and drop him back down to the ground. He falls back, sputtering and spewing blood everywhere uh, and does not get back up. Uh, the other two uh, will attack uh, when you roll in the <laughs> Um, fourteen. What are you two doing? The other guy ran, and this other guy is standing up now. Um, I say, uh, what's it to be? You want to live or die? Um, he turns and runs towards the door. Uh, so as he's turning to run, like, cause he was getting up off the ground, right? Yeah, this is an attack opportunity. Him or you can let yeah. Him no, I want to attack him um, with my battle axe. God, let me do all the work. Double-handed. Okay. So, we'll see if I uh, have any luck. 16? Hit. Okay. D10 plus 4. <laughs> 5. <laughs> Again, 5. <clears throat> he is not impressed with your attack. To run away. Do I get an attack of opportunity? Sure. I'll shoot him with my crossbow. Okay. Hopefully. 18. Hit. Right? Uh, 13, I'm sorry. I okay. mean, uh, 17. Yeah. Oh my god, pick a number. <laughs> Natural 20. No. <laughs> All right, I think I think you hit him. I'm not really sure. Four points of damage. <laughs> wow. Okay, so five and four, no, nine points of damage total. Okay, so he continues to run into the other room. I give chase. Okay. Yeah, I'll follow the dwarf. All right, as you as you enter the other room, he's made his way back to the uh, back side of the room, and three others are um clambering out of their, their beds um, and making their way towards their stores. So, man, that fabric was full of crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone roll for initiative. Uh, by the way, 
Do we get any experience for the uh, cultists that we attacked before? <laughs> sure. Hey, says Grasshopper. <laughs> I just don't want to forget about it. <laughs> you want the experience now for this battle, or do you want? No, I, I doubt it's going to make a uh, difference. Eleven for me. Fourteen for me. Tw- uh, ten for me. <laughs> Twenty for my initiative, obviously. <laughs> All right, they rolled a seven, so you guys all get to go first. Same again. Two attacks on one guy, and if he falls, the hold break. I'm oh, sorry, it's going to be a hold break on a different one anyway. Um, 15 and 23. Hit. Both? Yes. Of course. <laughs> Plus eight for this. He's a cultist. These aren't uh, dwarves with 17. The armor. <laughs> 17. Okay, you obliterate another cultist, slashing him and pouncing with both your longsword and your short sword, kicking him to the ground as you pull out the sword and turn towards the last cultist. Uh, 24. Uh, that hit. 11 points. Dropping him with the short sword? Yep. Yeah, dropping him with the short sword uh, as well, running him into the, the stomach. Slamming him up against the steps leading out from the house, falls down to the ground. You can hear inside. Um, but most... As I'm running into the room, I I could just sense that Rip is just destroying him. I said, "Show off!" <laughs> <laughs> All right, there are four cultists in this room now. One heavily damaged, and three others. Okay. Here we go with it. Um, and well, Rip went, so now it's your turn. Um, uh, I'm just going to fireball. Fireball. Shatter. I'm going to cast shatter. Yeah. Right, love him. Yes. All right. So they have to make a Constitution saving throw. Uh, yeah. Guess what number? 20. 14. 14. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Nice. All right. So the first one failed. Second one failed. Third one. Close. Uh, Constitution, you said? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one failed. And the fourth one failed. They all failed. So they all take. Um... 12 points of damage. All right. So the guy that you guys were attacking dropped immediately from the loud um, thunderous noise. I remember what the spell is. Yes. Loud, sudden loud ringing. Okay. So they all dropped down to their knees as if exhausted by something super painful and but one of them does not get back up. The guys you guys are railing upon. Now there's three left. They all seem oriented, dazed, and confused. Uh, that'll end my turn. And also everything 
in the room has just now been obliterated. All of the beds that they were in and um, bed sheets. And there was a footlocker towards the back of the room. And that got pushed way back to the back of the room, slamming against the wall. Yeah, this is thunder damage. So, yeah, good job. Completely obliterated the room. Yes, well, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> I was going to hit the dragon with it, and I was like, no, maybe I can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So All right. Almost killed me. Had I not, had I failed my save, I would have been dead. No, no. I thought you had fully healed. No, because remember, I took. You spent too uh, short, I, was, I think. I was at 38 damage because I took uh, damage from something. Oh, I took damage from a freaking line side before I ever Everything got in. Oh, from that? No. Oh, I was looking forward to the hard time. I was no, the one who took damage outside. You took damage before and healed yourself fully back with one and extra buff. I took damage again. Did you take it again? I thought I was the only one that took damage again. No, because remember we had to make two. We had to do it twice outside. Oh yeah. First time, and you got hurt the second time. That's right. Yep. I mean, I was perfectly fine either way, but uh, no. <laughs> I would have been dead. So. All right, is it my turn? None of y'all can heal, so that would have sucked. Uh, yeah, that would uh, that would be dwarf's turn now. I mean, the dwarf is proficient in mouth to mouth. Just ask oh. the dwarven girls; they can tell you all about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I look at the remaining uh, cultists and say, "Are you sure you want to do this?" Well, they're they're kind of trapped between the cat and you guys, so they're fighting for death now. Sick. All right. <laughs> I gave him the chance to surrender. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm gonna go ahead and use fighting spirit <laughs> just for kicks and giggles. <laughs> okay. All right. So I am going to move up to the closest one and try try and hit it with my battle axe with two hands. Okay. Is your shield still spinning? How long is that one? Well, <laughs> good thing I had <laughs> advantage because <laughs> I rolled a three. Nice. Let's see. Not that dice. Um. <laughs> 25. All right. 1d10 plus 4. 13. Uh, It lasts for one minute. No, the shield is not spinning around. So 13 damage? 13 hit. 13 damage. Oh, okay. You completely floored that one guy with the axe. Swinging the axe uh, over your head with a dwarven roar, slam the battle axe into him, leaving him from his shoulder down to his chest. As you pull out the axe, and 
swinging motion, it, the tear rips into the side and spins to the ground. Dead. Now there's two left. Okay. There, there, you are noticing a, a rather distracting odor coming from the room. I'm going to use my action surge, my special, to okay. take another action. Okay. And I would like to attack the next one with my battle axe as well. Okay. So oh, did the guy crap himself? Yes. Extra special sauce. <laughs> Poor dude. Uh, that's Time the first one's a 17. All right. Yeah, so 17. That one hit. All right. For 12 points of damage. All right, you drop that guy like a rock with your axe, and the last uh, cultist at this point um, drops his sword, kind of steps back, um, and he says, I have no wish or quarrel with you any longer. All right. Guys, what do you think? Did the cat come into the room, or is he still waiting outside? He's um, still waiting outside for his yeah. move. All right, what are you two doing? So, what do you what do you want to do here, Finn? Uh, I say we uh, ask Rip how he wants to handle the situation. You know what I think? We should tie him up and go take him up to our friend uh, Venom Fang and leave him by the door. <laughs> He, uh, at hearing the the name of the dragon, he turns around and he runs toward the back door. Man, these people can't take a joke. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, um, you've heard a scuffle inside. You've heard the dwarf, you know, with his dwarven roars. You know that a battle is ensuing. Um, and now you hear the rush of somebody. You would have heard that or two. Uh, yeah, yeah, and the loud thunderous noise as the whole building shakes from the thunderclap. Okay. Um, so you're you're pretty confident that uh, whatever was inside is largely dead. Um, but there is something running towards the back end of the door. It hasn't um, come through. And the then door you yet. do have an attack of opportunity, but you have to get in range. Well, I can shoot him with my crossbow. Correct. But I'm gonna let I'm just gonna let him run. I know we're back there. Okay. So um as as the you hear the commotion and the person running towards you, Rip, what are you doing? Just react. Oh good. So the um the last cultist burst out from the doorway, running down the ramp and uh almost trips over one of the dead bodies of the guy that you ran through by the stairwell there. Um, it sees you and tries to run east away from you. Can I see if he's armed or not? I mean, like, is it clear that he's not carrying anything? Oh, yeah, he has nothing in his hand. He is, like, fleeing. Hold on. I yelled out, he said he hates cats! <laughs> I'll leave him to the whims of the forest. 
Okay. I, I, at this stage, I don't have any idea if this cult is particularly evil or anything. I guess. Well, they do worship the lawful. Yeah. Uh, crap. Dilemmas, dilemmas. And he hates cats, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> um. <laughs> I'll I'll have to use my um running speedy action, and I'll just have to take him down. Yes. For supporting such an evil dragon. Okay. Do you need me to roll for that, or? Uh, yeah. You can roll. I'm pretty sure you're gonna die. He's gonna die. Yeah. He's dead. If you want to know how much damage you totally do to him, just rub it in the dwarf's face. I'll allow it. Okay. Remember, this is plus eight. <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! He was like, he's gonna roll once, and he did. Yes. <laughs> I was like, he just thinks that he's gonna roll once. <laughs> you cut him down, um, and he drops to the floor. Um, his his uh, cloak laid out, his dark green cloak laid out before him. Um, that appears to be the last area. I say we investigate the room or what's left hmm. of it. Okay. Yeah. Perhaps the cultist as well. Alright, so you are you going to um examine all the cultists that are dead? Yes. I have five to examine before I even get inside the room. Yes, that's true. So exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that comment had the effect I was after. <laughs> Show up! <laughs> All right, go ahead and make an investigation check. Look at what? me, I kill everybody. I'm a cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I got 16. Fine. Oh, wait, sorry. But I'm sorry. No, everybody makes an investigation. Oh, okay. It was yeah, nine. They're searching the, what, three cultists that were in the room? And the room. And 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 the footlocker. Uh, yeah, thirteen. Shoes. Thirteen for me. <laughs> okay, so in the room you find the footlocker, and in one of the cultists' um purses you find uh, ten copper pieces and twenty-five. I've stopped working in the cult. Ten copper and how much silver? Sixty copper. I'm sorry. Five silver. Anything in the footlocker? In the footlocker, you find three diamonds. That's a hundred gold pieces each. And a potion with somewhat clear liquid in it, but also containing silver flecks. Sparkles. You can be a pretend vampire. <laughs> okay. Upon closer um, look, the, the liquid appears to be floating. Uh, at the top of the container, it has 
those silver flecks are kind of like the cloudy white So we each take a diamond. Uh, what did you roll for? I had a 16. Okay, so were you like searching the room, the cultist, or the locker with bar? Just the room. Okay. Over in the corner area of um, the wooden floors by the wall where the bunks were shattered, you find several floorboards that have been kind of like a different color, like almost like they're newer than the rest of the floorboards. Sweet. I'm going to pry them up. Okay. You rip up the, the boards, and beneath the boards, you find uh, like a, a long like leather covering on the ground. Ooh, what's this? Uh, pulling on the leather covering, you find a old rusty battle axe. You immediately recognize it as, as and it strikes you as odd that there's rust on the dwarven battle axe. That's how he knew it was rusty. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> son of a... <laughs> like, what did they do to this axe? Uh, do you have Arcana? Um, yeah, I have plus two. Yeah. Or do you want to give it to um the bard to examine? Uh, the bard is much better at examining items. He gave me all those special black swords, so I know he would not lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> go, go ahead and make a arcana check. Okay. Before you hand it over to him. Yeah, I only got a four. <laughs> Alright. So, there, for whatever reason, you suddenly can't read Dwarven Rune, and you hand it over to the bard and say, hey, can you make this out? <clears throat> you can't read these Dwarven Rune. Can't read this. My eyeballs are hurting for some reason. I think that uh, poison gas cloud got in my eyes a little bit. <laughs> so, uh, I will... I don't speak Dwarven, so I will uh, ritually cast Identify okay. on the potion and the sword for the axe. Okay. As you sit down and meditate to examine these items, what are the cat and the sword doing? Uh, I'm still looking around. The first, I'm going to go look around in that first room. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm just checking the bodies as they go in for anything. All right, in the first room, you find um, you 15 total tables, um, almost like an eating area, uh, and some t- uh, chairs that were knocked over during the fight. Outside of that, there's nothing of uh, importance in that room. Um, as you finish the ritual, you discover that the rune spell out um, a certain number of letters, and you can tell the rune to the dwarf. But you also know that this is a plus one battle axe. <laughs> and that it deals maximum damage when the wielder hits a plant 
structure or an object made of wood? Uh, yeah, well, um, so these are the runes, and apparently, uh, this is a magical act that uh, can destroy uh, creatures made of wood or something of wooden stuff. Its name is Weed Cutter. <laughs> it's uh, the description is Weed Cutter or something on the side of it. I knew it. <laughs> Black and Decker, is that a dwarven company? <laughs> um, he tells you the letters, uh, which spell out the word H E W. And as soon as he tells you the letters, and you put together that this is you, it reminds you of make an Arcana check. No history. Plus four. Thirteen. Okay. It reminds you of an old dwarven smith who you had heard high tales of shooting with dryads of the forest, where he cut firewood. Uh, whoever carries the axe will feel uneasy whenever you travel through a forest, but know that the axe is protected from the inhabitants. Mmm. Yes. I remember this story of a dwarven smith who loved cutting wood in the forest had issues. Obviously. So he made this sweet axe, but how they got rust on it, I don't know. Well, after the, the identified spell, the rust um, disappeared. Ooh. It is fully revealed for what it is. You can now see the axe is covered in uh, almost like the wooden handle itself is alive, or was alive, it's all twisted and wrapped around at the top on the metal part of the axe. Like. Almost like the amalgamation of uh, the living forest and the dwarven metal. So it basically looks like Thor's new weapon from Avengers. Yeah, okay. Uh, I mean... It's a sexy axe. It's all that you need to know, right? Does it come with a strap so he, when he rolls his ones, it doesn't fly out and hit one of us? <laughs> and it has a strap on it, yes. Yeah. You notice know, you know, uh, uh, there, Cat. How many times have you lost a sword in battle? <gasps> Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> you, if you look closely at the strap, it say, case of a one, use this. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, what about the potion? Oh, and the potion is a potion of flying. Mm. If you drink this potion, you gain a flying speed equal to your walking speed for one hour and hover. If you're in the air when the potion wears off, you fall. Unless you have some other means of staying aloft. This would be great fun to put into the dwarf uh, drink at night. <laughs> um, so this one. it's just a magical battle axe. Battle axe plus uh, one yeah. or whatever. Well, you, I don't know if it'll show up when you add it, but it's a battle axe. Okay, I see it here. 
as you mentioned, the um, full damage against plant and wood types? Yeah, I don't know if it, if it does. Does it show up as you, or does it I have to write that around? Let's see. It shows up for me as a magic attribute. Oh, yeah, I see it right here. Add. Oh, this too. Cue yeah, the battle axe. Yeah. Uh, yep, gives all the descriptions and stuff in there. Yeah, so you should be able to look at that. Sweet. All right. Nice shiny for the team. Well, what do you guys want to do? Shall we stay here for the night and then head to town later? Um, I had three days. Eradicated all the bad things in the forest except for the dragon. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you did treaties with the dragon, so yep. reluctantly. And you're bonded, so I mean, he has, at this point in time, no reason to kill you. Right. So, he is. Spirit, did we get for all of that? And he and he is lawful evil, so he lawfully will stay. Yeah, stick Three, to his word. Oh yeah, as you know. So, <clears throat> all right. So the cultists are pretty weak, but bountiful in XP. Yes, bountiful in XP. <laughs> so they were twenty-five XP each. Killed eight of them here. And the leader I'll say is double XP, fifty. Um, captain is what? Twenty-five. Uh, the captain, yeah, I'll say the two of them. That's a hundred plus the eight. That's twenty-five. Well, there would be twelve at twenty-five, right? Because we killed, killed we killed oh, the yeah. dragon. Killed three of them up there. The, oh, the, dragon, doesn't, the dragon doesn't. Uh, with us? Yeah, we're bonded. Definitely does not. I mean, we're bonded. What kind of should have read the fine print? I'm gonna read the fine print. The 400. Uh, so it's 25 times the eight, 200 plus the 100 for the oh. for the two is 300. And then how many did you guys kill in the um, tower? Kill any? It was six in total, wasn't it? Was it yeah. six? Yeah, there's the dragon killed three, so we killed one more up in the tower. So one more, so two twenty five. So three twenty five divided by three. It's hundred and eight, so I'll say hundred and ten. Among all of you. And since you did not vanquish the dragon or drive it away, you won't get the experience that um it dictates. But I will say, parlayed with the dragon and agreed and survived, I'll give you a thousand experience for that. Each? Each? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when have I ever said that? No, a thousand total. We're just waiting for the time, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, 333, so I'll say 335. Oh my god, so close. Yeah, so it's 6220. Yes. How many do you need now? 280. I'm sure you'll encounter something between here and Vandalin at back. <sighs> There's always 
great, you know, <laughs> wide open spaces to take a nap in. <laughs> I mean, I went north and south and north and south and ran into at least two things. So, odds are you will find something. I, I just know it can't be an ogre or an owlbear. Maybe I'll make a third. Because they're like, <laughs> All right. Well, I'm good to keep going. Checking time check for you guys. What? Um, I'm good for a bit more. Yep. Okay. To at least level five. <laughs> yeah, let's head back to town. Am I? Okay. Uh, I, I, I suggest possibly we rest, or are we headed back right now? Maybe do a long rest. I know I'm good for hit points because I took a greater healing potion, but I'm not sure about you. Yeah, I'm good. I got 43 out of 52. So. <laughs> I've got 19 out of 40. So, oh, you guys uh, totally keep pressing forward. I want to see the bard die. So, <laughs> I just said that loud. I mean, oh, we can. I tried to get the dragon to take my life to no avail. We could take a long rest and then head to we town do, in the morning. We can do a short rest. Okay. And then I can do. Uh, I can do. I'll cast um, fuel wounds. D8 plus two. There you go. I have five. I did my best. There's five. <laughs> Thank you. I'm fine with you guys doing a long rest in this building. It's not like you destroyed it. You just don't have a bed to sleep in. So, I mean, what what time of day is it, I guess? Uh, so you went to the dragon early in the morning, fought with it early in the morning, and then you came back here and then fought with the cultists. So I'd say it's about mid-afternoon. Yeah, so let's just press on. Let's do a short rest. Gonna travel in the night. In the night, like a two-day journey from here to Fandolin. Yeah, but I mean, we can get some distance after day. It's mid-afternoon. We still have six hours. We can travel, right? Yeah. All right. I'll do, uh, are we doing a short rest? It's fine with me. All right, so I'll do, what do uh, I do with hit? I'll do two hit dice, apparently. So, ten. What's the hit die bit again for the short rest? You have so many hit dice that you can use, depending on your level. I'm back at the 34 hit point, so I'm good for now. Oh, wait. I have something else. Hold on. Oh, I can do... Let's see. If you or any friendly creatures who can hear you, your performance regain hit points at the end of the short rest by spending one or more hit dice. Each of those creatures regains an extra 1d6. So I'll do my... Song of rest and sing a little dilly dilly here on our short rest. Let's hear it. We almost one, got massacred by a dragon. <laughs> we went to the dragon to parlay. Hit me in the face. All right, so now I'm back up to almost full health. So we're good. <clears throat> All right. 
back on trail. My board trail. Alright. You guys are going to make your way ahead south along the ridge line of the woods. Back to Fantasy, correct? Correct. Alright. On your first day's journey, on the back end of your journey, um, make your way uh, about John here. Um, and right before dusk, you encounter. Oh, it can't be that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you uh, encountered a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> what? Black dragon. Um, you encounter a war party of hobgoblins. They're way down the trail. You can immediately tell that they are a different clan than the blood. And they are currently engaging in a battle with a war party of orcs. Six hobgoblins. Okay, and six orcs are duking it out in the trail ahead of you. Kind of interweaving back and forth, and as you uh, get closer, you can tell that um, these are not the same uh, hobgoblins that you have met before, but look to be of a different plan. So they all need to die. They all need to die. Maybe. <laughs> With them, like did the dragon. What are the odds? Twelve of them, three of you. How far away? Um, so you you were traveling south through the plain land, and they're about uh hundred feet. You maybe two hundred and fifty. Like you kind of heard the battle, made your way closer. All right. Um. As we get closer, I want to throw a bag of poo in their general direction. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just to like huck it in the middle of them to see if it hits the ground and then some of somebody slips on it or something. Because I think okay, it's going to cool. be funny. <laughs> All right. So you're going to get like a little bit closer to try and uh, hurl it over there. Yeah. All right. So go ahead. Attack roll. Okay. <laughs> I got a eight. <laughs> okay. So you grab the bag and lean back and swing, hurling it up over your head. Um, and it lands about ten, maybe, yeah, ten, maybe fifteen feet in front of you. To the Thud. Dang it. <laughs> All right, I twist my arm and my shoulders, warm it up here. <laughs> I go pick it up. I'm like, nobody saw that. All right, oh, let's see here. I'm going to huck it again. I, I just looked with the bemused look on my face at the, the dwarf and his mighty actions. You see that natural 20? I just rolled? I saw that natural 20, and I was looking forward to that. <laughs> So this time you pick up 
the bag, kind of like bounce it in your hand, then hurl it with all of your might. It sails up and over the plane, down into the battle below, and smacks the hobgoblin right in the face. <laughs> the hobgoblin kind of spins around as the bag slowly slides down his face and onto his chest, and you can hear a guttural snarl coming from him. They're about 50 feet away now, um, and he turns in the direction of where you threw the bag, and he points his sword, his black um, at, at the dwarf and shouts. The hobgoblins all turn in formation, and the orcs turn uh, towards that general direction and see the dwarf, and they all come charging at the dwarf. I will take this opportunity to use a longbow while they... Yeah, they're, they're quite a distance away. Um, in the back row of the the orcs and the goblins, they have drawn their short bows. Oh, <laughs> uh, as they're coming my direction, I turn around and pull my pants down and smack my butt. Say, "Come on, get some!" Sight <laughs> <laughs> them into a rage. <laughs> okay. Um, this, of course, further enrages them um, as they advance forward. Right. I remember these guys. And they say, your mom sleeps with trolls. Six hot goblins. <laughs> and six orcs. I also, before they get there, whisper sweet nothings to my shield. So that it is okay. floating around me. How far away are they? 50 feet. Do I have an opportunity to shatter them? How far can you cast a spell? 60 feet. Absolutely. And then it's a 10 foot radius, right? Uh, yeah. Up right now. Wait, yeah, I do. Hold on. Uh, 60 foot, 10 foot. So, yeah, you can hit the. Uh, Go towards the middle of the area, so like ten feet beyond them. Still hit ten feet, like five feet in front, five feet back. Yeah. So if I do it about there, I should be able to. No. Either or, right? Yeah. Many? How many is that? One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. I know you're doing. So like you're kind of split in half. So the left side is hobgoblins and the right side is orcs. The three hobgoblins and three orcs? Yeah. Right. Yeah. They have things here. Okay. I'm ready. So constitution saving throw versus 14. Okay, so they get a plus one, no, plus three, okay, 
and they get plus one. All right. Wow. So the orcs are sturdier than the hobgoblins. All right. So for the hobgoblins, uh, 14. That one rolled adjusted 10. Uh, second one, half. Third one got a natural 20. So two paths of the hobgoblins. One path to the work. Uh, seven, nine, 15 points of damage. The ones that pass take half damage? So 15 points of damage is the full damage count? Yeah. All right. And seven. Half is eight. And the ones that save. So. so, how many um, hobgoblins passed? Two hobgoblins and one more. And then the damage is 15 total, right? Yeah. All right. So the bard points his hands in the general direction of the large crowd of monsters rushing towards their ultimate demise, and a loud thunderous ringing explodes in their general area. Several of the hobgoblins drop down to their knees, clutching their ears. One of the orcs drops down uh, the same, and the other two. Um, kind of get buffeted by the explosion, and the, the crowd of, of orcs and hobgoblins kind of split right there in the middle where that spell went off, and they kind of like spread out now um, over to the left and to the right as they are approaching you now. Something like that? All right, and then uh, um, Cat was going to shoot at him with the longbow. Is yep. that right? Yep. All right, go for it. Okay. <clears throat> um, longbow, 22. On? Uh, on the right. That's me at the back on the right, is it? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, so on the right-hand side. The orcs? Um, okay, which yeah. one? Just the one in the front. Jeff is in front. The one on the right. Okay. All right, go so for it. So he's not been hit yet. Yeah. That's fine. Tell me how much yeah. damage. Yeah, plus five. Thirteen. Are you going to put your hunter's mark on anybody? Or? I, I don't have any spells. I'd need a long rest to get the spells back. Oh, I got you. Somebody didn't want to do a long rest. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So sailing through the air, your your arrow strikes true, slamming into the shoulder of one of the orcs, grunts in pain as it spins him. Um, but he's still standing after the attack. Does not seem to have slowed down the rushing tide as they come. Alright, everybody um roll no. for initiative. Ooh, seven. Twelve. Three. Eight. That's twelve. Stefan. Alright, uh you will go first. How far away are they? Um, they were 50 feet, but they're closing the distance, so I'd say they're about um, 30 feet. So they're 20 feet from me now. Okay. 20 feet. So you could engage the first, the front line. Okay. And wait for them to come to you. Um... It'll be either you attacking them or them attacking them. Yeah, I'll just wait right here next to these guys so that... Um, I'll protect them. Okay. Yep. Oh, how sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta play my role. <laughs> I think how far you guys have come. <laughs> okay, is that... So you're not doing anything? You're just going to stay yeah, here? Yeah. He's holding uh, until they come. I will. Is it my go? Um, are you the eight? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will cast Shatter again. My. Uh, on the left side? Yeah, on the Hobgoblin. I think okay. I can hit all of them. Yeah, I think so. So, they were the left party, right? Work for more hardy. Okay. That's correct. Yep. Yeah. So I'm gonna try and hit the the orcs with, I mean the hobgoblins with scatter. Okay. Uh, second. One pass. Nine. Nine? Yeah. I thought you were going to obliterate them. I thought I was too. I was hoping, but no. I just crapped out my last second level spell for nothing. So which one uh, survived? One of the ones that hadn't been damaged or one, one that had? Um, they are all still standing. Well, which one took half damage? I should say. Um, one in the front. This one? Yeah. He was already damaged, right? Orkly, Orkly. I guess that will end my turn. Okay, same again until they get to us. I'm gonna long go. Um, 11. Oh, sorry, plus 7. That's actually 13. So the, the one in the front 
that took half damage is heavily wounded. Um, the ones in the back uh, appear to be uh, still reeling in pain, and um, two of them are kind of like dropping from their knees right now and not really like the fight is out of them. They're not dead. What were you saying, Rip? Um, same again, same off. The one on the right. Uh, oh, okay. Was the, the attack roll? Right, ten. Get five. Ten. Oops, sorry, that was a five, so it's a total of ten. Okay, you drop that orc to the ground with a arrow in the chest, knocking him clear off his feet. Four, five, six, and eleven left. And that should be their turn. Alright. Now they they press the attack forward. Um and the first two make it to the door. Fools <laughs> and the rest are behind them. Watch them fight over who gets to attack the door and then they kill each other. All right, so the back, the back of the um, the group are the archers aiming up and over to try and hit you guys. So on the orc side, that was two. Okay, that one missed. Don't forget to roll with disadvantage. And that one missed. Oh, okay. So they missed. <laughs> um, and then the other two hobgoblins also aim their bows at you guys. Oh, and one might have hit, but wait. No, he did not. <laughs> and then the front ones attack uh, the dwarf. They're long black Doom. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, that one already got hit. What about the hobgoblin? Oh, even worse. Okay. Yeah, plus five hit. Okay, so the orc swings one of its uh, black just towards your general direction, but the, the clang, the resounding, satisfying clang of the sword hitting your animated it. Uh, same with the second uh, attack from the Hobgoblin. That ends their turn. Roll for initiative, please. Is it my turn? Or was I just by oh, held? Right. Yeah. He held his turn to um, put them did, yes, so please go. Okay. So I am going to attack the Hobgoblin. Uh, with okay. my battle axe. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And four, but I guess you don't remember. That's right. It's got a strap on it. It's fine. Uh, all right. Seventeen plus seven, twenty-four. Hit. Okay. One d ten plus five. 
six points of damage. <laughs> I know it. All right. And this is your battle axe? Yep. Swinging with a mighty dwarven roar, you smack the battle axe into the chest of the hobgoblin. Already previously wounded. Um, and you can feel the life sucked right out of him as your axe connects and drops him into the blood. Dead. All right. I'm going to use my action surge that I got back from a short rest. On the hobgoblin. And try and hit him with my... Orc, you mean? Orc, yeah. I thought that's where I attacked first. I don't attack the hobgoblin. Okay, there you go. Orc. <laughs> they're both ugly, but one's uglier. <laughs> I mean, their mom's a slave with trolls. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going to attack him with okay. my battle. 18. Hit. Okay. Um, 13, no, 12 points of damage. Uh, you dropped him also like a rock, smashing the battle axe right over his head, smacking him down to his knees and then onto the ground. All right. I say, who's next? The, the hobgoblin seems further enraged and emboldened by your attack and it begins to start to swarm around you. Now we get the roll for right? Yep. Oh, come on. You got nine. Fourteen. Seven. Okay, you guys got, they got a one. <laughs> fourteen. Somebody got a fourteen. Yeah, I did. And then a nine. Yep, that's me. Nine. Attack get. Seven. Okay. So the bark goes first. So the bard is going to be brave. He's going to. Are they surrounding us? I thought he said they just were, they pushed up oh, and surrounded yeah, us. Did they, did they move up against us? Yes. How close are they? Uh, very close to the dwarf, and they are um, ten. 15 feet away from you and the cat. Wouldn't the archers stay back there? The two archers in the back, but yes. Uh, I don't have two archers to protect. Okay. I'm so sorry. So only two archers stayed back. We'll just say that these are two archers as well. DM. Yeah. <laughs> so these are all the archers. eye and imagine those as archers. All right. Those are archers. I'm sorry that minis don't match what you want them to be. So what are you doing now? I'm going to step up to, close to the bar, to the dwarf right next okay. to him. Yeah. I'm going to use Thunder Wave on these three hobgoblins. Okay. That is a constitution saving check for you. On the hobgoblins? Yeah. <laughs> all right, all three fails. Nine points of damage. Hey, so you drop three hobgoblins. 
all that's left of the arch. What about the orcs? No, of the hobgoblins. Oh, okay. I get you. Yeah, the, the orcs are still kicking, and they're heading towards you and the cat. like it. Uh, so, yeah, that will, um, well, uh, I'm going to use my movement speed and just back up a little bit. Okay. I'm still within range of the dwarf and his ability to protect me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so next up is the dwarf. All right. So I'm going to attack the um, one that's trying to go past me. Okay. With my battle axe, holding it two-handed. See how it goes. Uh, oh, that's five. Uh, Twelve. Actually, all right. Your battle axe, uh, as you swing it uh, against the orc, seems to kind of like cut into the hide material that is the armor of the orc, but doesn't actually make it all the way through. Okay. That is my turn. Okay. There's two there, right? Yep. Would it be disengaging if I tried to position myself? Uh, so no, they haven't reached get... yet. Oh. They're I have... a few blocks away. Okay, then I'll still use my bow and arrow, this time at the rightmost archer at the back. Oh, not the guy rushing at you. Okay. You're shooting for this guy? Yeah. Go for it. If I can't melee that guy yet, then I'll just wait until he gets too close to me. Yeah, okay. 26. Uh, you hit. 8 plus 5. Yep, 8 plus 5. Oops. Oh, excellent. Six. Wow, that's impressive. After such a good D20 roll, too. Just uh, just letting him know that, you know, I'm aware. <laughs> oh, he knows you're there now. All right, so the archer um, seems kind of miffed that you actually hit him your bow, um, and he moves closer in. And finish with the turn, I just... Uh, just one block. Put my bow down and ready my swords. Okay. Alright, so the other two, one goes after um, fourth. Right, the one that's in front of the dwarf and the one running past the dwarf um, turns towards the dwarf. These are the orcs, right? Yep. Yes. He's going to attack plus five. So that one actually hits. Yeah. <laughs> his, his amazing, super special black one. Smack <laughs> um, you for. Eight points of damage. 
then the second one. The archers in the back aim for you. Yep. Cat and bard. So the two archers that are hobgoblins aim for the bard. With disadvantage? I rolled a 17 and 18. So, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. You rolled a 16. Then that one's a hit, but might be not. Thunderbolt from the sky hits the door. <laughs> yes. They all hit. Because he has much lower armor than you. He has a plus five. The hobgoblins do? They only have a plus three. It hit just barely. Total. All right. And that is eight. We need to get you better armor, Finn. <laughs> that is seven plus one. So that's eight piercing damage from the first arrow. Six. Damage, piercing damage from the second arrow. Yes, today has been quite a bad day for the bard. <laughs> Stop playing with sharp objects. It quite a bit. Started this morning with a stupid fly. <laughs> and the other two archers go for the cat. That was natural. Really upset if the second one misses. <laughs> I'm really upset with the <laughs> And the second archer attack. And those arrows sail clear over the cat, except for the first arrow, which successfully got uh, ran into shield. The solid and defining song. Arrow falls. That ends their turn. Roll for initiative. Coach. Eleven? Six. Seven. Nine. I got eleven. One I'm lost. Alright, so they got a seven. So first up is the dwarf. Okay. Uh-huh. Let's see here. You got two orcs. Yep. In your face. In my face. I am going to go for the one right in front of me. Okay. With my battle X. Double handed. 17. A uh, hit. Okay. If we grab you. Uh, 1d10 plus 5. 12. Okay. You successfully take out that orc by the leg, chopping his leg and keeping him off the. Uh, Onto the ground. Right. And that is my turn. Okay. Uh, 
Okay, so you took out one orc. Good job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Good job, Duffin. <laughs> I do what I, I can. Don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, work yourself too hard or anything while I'm over here getting <laughs> smacked by you. If you just had better armor, this wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> All right, next up is the bar. Uh, now, this may sound different than what I normally do, but I'm going to firebolt <laughs> one of the officers in the back. Okay. Can't wait to see the damage roll. 23. You hit. <laughs> oh, okay, you hit. All right. one, of the one of the hobgoblins? Yes. Hobgoblin. Okay. Come on, big yeah. dad. Three. Ooh, it wasn't a two. Wow. <laughs> the hobgoblin is impressed as the fireball lands by his big toe. You could see hobgoblin. You would hear from his mouth the word. <laughs> Well done, Bard. That is my turn. That's it, huh? Didn't even take out an orc? <laughs> uh, I, I've taken out about five hobgoblins uh, there, Dwarf. I'm still waiting on you to do something. I mean, I already took out a hobgoblin, an orc, defended you, didn't defend you last time, but... <laughs> All right, so the hobgoblins in the back are going to seek revenge on the bard again. And the first one misses. Oh, oh, and the second one breaks the bow. Drink. <laughs> one. Twang. Bow breaks. He growls in fury and slams bow down on the ground, draws his long sword out, and rushes forward. Like, you're welcome. <laughs> A huge puff of wind blows him forward and off his feet. Flies right out of the... I don't know where he went. South, north, east, west. Surprisingly enough, his boat was actually broken. Oof. I'll have to glue that back in place. Whoops. How far forward did he move? Uh, he moved. Uh, their movement is 30 feet. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah, I guess he can make it all the way to me. So two orc archers now. Yeah, uh, that's uh, two orc archers and one hobgoblin archer. And then um, the orc now attacks that. The orc archers. Oh, of course, he missed. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, he's in the back. All right, and the first orc archer misses, and the second. <laughs> no, we're not. We missed. It's okay. And because you know it has to roll with disadvantage, the last roll is one, so it too breaks its bowstring. Um, turns towards the hobgoblin, <laughs> and, and uh. 
give the one finger salute to the hobgoblin for ruining his luck. He throws his um, bow back down on the ground and charges forward with his battle axe. Bring it! Great axe. So the orange orc is on me, is it? Yeah. Oh, that shall be the one that I attack. All right, anything more from the orcs? That was it? Um. Yes. They I did the melee first in the archers. Okay. Shit. Were those <laughs> two twos? Yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> Another die. Um, which works out to be uh ten and six. Uh, if you don't count two as like criticalness or lesser criticalness. No, I don't. It's only the one, okay. and so a ten and a six on yeah. the orc. Uh, still orange. Yeah. Yeah. Still misses, but it was close. That ten was really close. Just waving my swords at him. Yoo-hoo! It was a faint and a dodge. Yeah. And soon carry. That ends your turn. Yes. And oh, now, sorry. Is that black one? Is it within five feet for a horde breaker? Uh, I would say. Or is Duffin in the way? Yeah, the dwarf is in the way. Is my short sword long enough to go through the dwarf into the? <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Now. No, no. I believe Duffin's pretty stout, as it were. <laughs> okay then. All right. You're going to have to play an evil character today. No, right? It'll be fun. It'll be fun, they said. Join a party. Adventure together. All right, that's at the end of everyone's turn, right? Yes. Yep. I rolled a five. Uh, I rolled a five for initiative. Roll for initiative. Seven. Well, I'm always getting seven. An eight. Seven. What does the, what the dwarf get? Eight. Okay. So Finn and Rip, please roll again. Six. Nine. Alright, so the the part goes before the cat. Again. Alright, and then you guys all go first before the first two. So the dwarf goes first. Woohoo. Alright. <clears throat> so I will attack whatever's in front of me. Is that an orc? With my battle axe. Okay. 24. Oh, the dude that came right up in front of the hospital. Regardless of it. Okay. Uh, oh, where's it? 1d10 plus 5. 13. Really? Really? Impressive. Killed them. Shot. What? Which one was he attacking? The one right in front of me? Black one? Yeah. So he was he was an archer that was been in the back. I don't think he'd been hit before, had he? Um I have every single one of the or, uh, of the hobgoblins that takes damage from one thing or another. This is not this is an orc and this is the hobgoblin that came forward. Oh, okay, which one were you attacking? The black, black one. one or the gray one? Black one. This, right. was, this was the other black archer, or the black, or the orc that 
archer that came forward that says bow failed him. All right, go ahead and um, get 30 damage. Yes, sir. If that was the one on the right, I did hit one with an arrow, um, or I think it was about five points of damage. No, that was this guy back here still. So. Okay, He's still back there. All right, so this is fresh damage on an undamaged work. Mm-hmm. Did how much? 13? 13. All right, nice job. You cut painfully into the orc. But he's still standing. All right. Just barely. I tried to kill the hobgoblin for you. Bard intervened. That's fine. <laughs> That's who I, I was attacking the other guy, so. All right. That is, are you going to punch him or? No, I, that was two-handed, so. Okay, yep. cool. All right, so that's your turn? Yep. Dwarves finally learned how to use a metal axe. <laughs> All right, good job, Dwarf. All right, so next up is the Bard. Yes, I'm going to uh, draw my rapier and stab the Hobgoblin in front of me. Okay. Uh, 21 to hit. Done. That's very close. Very easy. Plus four. Eleven points of damage. You slay the beast with a flourish and a cut <laughs> from your rapier, disemboweling the There's only one left. He is very sad and alone. <laughs> and that will end my turn. Okay, next up is Rip. Oh, look at that. Very nice. Um, and 13. That was on the orc? Yes, the orange one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Both hit. Excellent. Okay, it's going down. Um, what, what's, it's 2d6 then, is it? Um, it is whatever the damage is, roll twice. Okay, so it'll be 2d6. And a D8 for that. Then a plus 8 total. 12, 16, 24. Uh, If he was fully healed, which I don't think he is, he's dead. You have massacred that poor boy. I just do a bit of a smirk towards the door, whispering, (laughs) that's how it's done. I guess all right. You, you need to take several turns. That's cool. We all, we all need to do something, right? I was giving you the spotlight. <laughs> You're the lead in this play. Mm-hmm. Always. <laughs> Always. <laughs> all right. So, that ends your turn? Uh, yeah, I don't think I can hold break the other still. You can. You can. Okay. He's dead. Um, 17. Now you're just trying to steal my kill. I see how it is. I hit. Six plus what? I can't hear you. Two. Oh, <laughs> sorry. It was six plus two, so it's eight in total. Eight? On an orc that's taken damage already? Smoke turns into a large smile. 
Be like, awesome team kill, dude. Good job. <laughs> Just wait till my next turn when I move 10 feet away from you. No. <laughs> Alright, now all that's left is one orc and one hobgoblin. And you just massacred their entire uh, orc fleet. The orc and the hobgoblin turn and look at each other and then turn and run. I will use my wunderbar cat speed, feline agility. And I will use that to run and jump on the, the orc. Okay. Can I uh, fire a crossbow bolt at the dog hobgoblin? Yeah. That's still 20. Okay. Uh, Two points of damage. No. <laughs> uh, nine plus. Three, 12 points of damage. 12? Yeah. To the, to the Hobgoblin? Yep. Wow, that is an amazing crossbow bolt. The crossbow bolt whistles through the air, almost as if singing a tune from the bard himself, as it slams into the Hobgoblin's throat, spraying blood all over in front of him as he collapses to the ground with a strike. It is dead. That looks like I took out all the hobgoblins. <laughs> uh, Kat, you were going to topple them, right? Yeah. All right, go ahead and yep. make that your attack. Um, is two swords okay in this case? Yeah. Attack of opportunity. Uh, oh, natural. Um, so the long sword's a natural 20, but this might up is 10. On the orc? Yeah. On the orc, yeah. You miss, so this the, is a hit. That one. So, last so 2d8. One? Yeah. Yep. 2d8 plus 2. 15. He's dead, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> as the crossbow bolt hits the hobgoblin from the side, as quickly as the cat can muster, it launches onto the back of the uh, orc, driving it into the ground with its Long sword or the short long sword? sword, yeah. Long, the sword. long sword as the short sword rams into the dirt beside it. You stand up, pulling your long sword um, out of the body, and look back at the horse. Mark. Swish the sword to splay the blood off the blade. <laughs> uh, both would have hit, except the arrow hit first, which caused the orc to turn slightly to see what happened. That's how the short sword missed. <laughs> did the did the dwarf did the dwarf kill any of them? Any of what? Uh, no, I don't believe he did. I believe he <laughs> he likes to think that. Maybe Besides, you mean like the four that I killed? <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right. I think he slept that whole battle. Yeah, he certainly wasn't protecting the bard who got hit with several arrows, right? I mean, it's not my fault. He's got horrible armor. <laughs> he, he bought that armor at Target. <laughs>
<laughs> the dollar store can only get you so much. <laughs> I'm actually wearing magical armor, leather plus one. Like it would be worse if I was not wearing magical sure. armor. Sure, it's not magnetic. <laughs> um, investigate the bodies. I see. 19 for investigation. Okay. 400 experience. Each? Each, huh? I like it. <laughs> yeah, he said it! <laughs> oh, it's 1,200 total. Oh. Well, sweet. Is that enough? No. What? Yes, it is. How much did you guys need? Two, two hundred odd. Suddenly, um, breaking from the clouds, beam of light, level up. I was just about to say, with the pain, magical fanfare of Yeah. Or a huge Yeah. Uh, uh, missed those double quest days. Oh, my uh, fireball went up to 2d10 damage now. Oh, my God. So you can do two points of damage now. Yeah. yeah indeed. Oh, my hit dice went up. Nice. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. What do I do for my hit points? Nothing. Nothing? Okay. You just have to look. Long. I mean, they're at 61 now, so. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? You were the one with the most hit points, but you, but. So you had 50. I had 52, and I just changed it to level 5, and it went up to 61. Constitution is 3, and I thought. The fighters, are they D8? They D10. I thought they were D10. Hit die. Get on your screen. Uh, I don't know. Hold I on. get an extra attack. <gasps> I don't think that's right. You're a fighter, right? Uh, yeah. So fighter says five d ten. HP modifier twelve. Should be sixty two. Uh, or fifty two before. And then it's plus 15 from Constitution. Why does it say 12? I don't know. Get 12 from? H HP modifier? When I clicked on manage hit points, that's what it says in there. So you have a Constitution uh, bonus plus 3. So it should be 10 plus 3. The rules are different in 5e, but your Constitution bonus should be... There should be 13 every level. So. Okay, because on here it says hit point bonuses plus 15 from Constitution. Oh, you so should be 65. Okay. Especially if you were 52 before. Because 52 plus 13 65. But uh, 5 times 13 65. Nope. Now I wonder if your other guys that. No, mine's my, so I'm 5d8 for my hit dice. So that would be 40 maximum, and then my constitution modifier is plus 10. Because I've got a plus 2 times 5. Which yeah, is right, 10, yeah. So, so it should be 50. <laughs> so your, yours is right. And let me look at Rip real quick. Should be right. 40, 10 plus 4. Yeah, 
40, 10, yeah. So and now that it'd be five, five, 10 plus five. So yeah, so I should be 55. But right. we haven't rested for that to kick in, as far as I understand. No, that's fine. I mean, you guys can rest now if you want. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's a good stopping point. You guys agree? Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, but under under my name, it says male faculty range of four. So even though the experience bar itself reflects five, that bit hasn't updated yet. So I just guess it's a bit of lag. Oh, okay. well, I actually had to go in and manually update my level in the edit character piece. Edit character, you mean? Mm -hmm. Yep, just one sec. Um, level five now. Ah, oh, there we go. Except that's not really right. it doesn't know it. That's weird. You know, it, it knew it for some stuff, like my proficiency bonus went up. But yeah. it didn't take my hit points for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, it's All not right. taking my hit points either. It's still keeping them at 61. All right, so change it. I had to do an override. Yeah, do an override. I don't yeah, know, I don't know where it's coming up with these numbers. Because, like, if you're, you're as a ranger, you're D10 also, right? Or are you only D8? It's D10, yeah. Yeah, so D10 plus one. Yeah, you should be 55, not 55. Yeah, just adjust 55. All right, all right. I just want to make sure you guys have the right hit points. I don't want you to die. Even when I do override, it still stays at 61. It still says five. Yours says 55. Oh, it does. It says 51 here. Yeah, mine nice to have 61. Let's refresh again. On Duffin, it says 65. Yeah, for me, it still says 61. Yeah, so I'm guessing it takes a minute to propagate across all of the Probably, zones. yeah. No idea. Uh, they must have different um, servers in one location versus the other. I didn't realize that plus three, I'm supposed to get a traveling companion, so I'll check into that in a bit. I'll have to at, plus three? First. at level three? At level three, yeah. Sorry. Oh, really? Okay, well, look into that. I'm not sure because I I like that. Part. All right. Um, so we're gonna do a long rest and and we should here. Rest now. Yeah.